You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Yo, it's Will Pugh from Cartel, and you're listening to the podcast, and we know things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 111 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, after two amazing weeks of hosting, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. I just whooped Greg's ass in Super Mario Party 11. <laughs> just Super Mario Party. Oh, it's on 11? No. It's oh, it's Mega Man 11. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party is up to 10, and then they did Super Mario okay. Party, so that starts like a new one. But yes, he did. I still love that ass. He loved that ass. He he took that ass <laughs> and stomped a mud hole in it. That's what he did. And we'll, Stone we'll talk Cold more style. later about it. Yeah, we're going to have our impressions of Super Mario Party a little bit later on in the episode. But if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. Heck, we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. But be sure to join the Wee Pod Squad by hitting that subscriber follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in wherever you get your audible goodness, but make sure to leave that rating and review. It's the easiest, the cheapest way to help the show grow, and it takes like a minute. We read them all in the air, and we appreciate it every single time. Hey, guys, we need this. Let's help raise the ratings of our show and get in the rankings. Yeah, we need to be in the top 200 there, and we can't do it without your help. Truth. I was going to say like 2,000, but 200, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, we can. Uh, we, we do have a bunch of different social medias that you can follow us on, which is Instagram, at we podcast and we know things all one word. Uh, follow along on Twitter, at we pod and we know. Like us on Facebook by just searching out we podcast and we know things. And then you can go to we podcast and we know things.com for your one-stop shop for your Patreon support. We do appreciate your help on Patreon. You give us something every month. We kick you back a reward. Uh, and also our store. Three different designs, hundreds of items to choose from. Would appreciate anybody and everybody who was willing to help us out by uh, letting the show grow there. We appreciate it. Uh, and also, we are part of a couple different podcast networks, which is the We Be Geeks Podcast Network. Go check them out at WeBeGeeksPC.com. Discover some new shows. We're a part of that family. And then the ESO Network as well. Mike, Mike, and Mike, and Mike, and Mike, and Mike, and Mike over at our podcast network families, ESOPodcast.com. Again, 27, 28 other shows there. You can go check out a bunch of new podcasts podcast we like to spread the wealth here we're not a selfish podcast take a chance columbus did uh we do want to say a quick apology because last week on the show we said that tyler kingsley was going to be joining us for an interview that did not materialize some last minute changes had to occur and we apologize we will be rescheduling it for some time in the future he and i are currently working out a date so we apologize there quick agenda for the show we have our trivia for some unknown reason sam has come back again (laughs) And our trivia is tied 7-7 after I had a three-point lead and have blown it over the past two months. Uh, But it's 7-7, so we're going to start with trivia. We have two big stories. Then we're going to movies, TV, uh, then gaming, where Sam is going to take back over and pick up the hosting duties for gaming. We have some stories in the other section, our Patreon shoutouts, and our picks of the week. Sam, I'm going to let you take the lead potentially, because you've done such a great job catching up. So I'll give you your question first. (laughs) Of course. Because you have a great chance to take the lead today. This is wrestling-related, but it is in an era where you watched. Okay. Okay? What you got? Rey Mysterio. What is the name of his finisher? God damn. It's been so long since I even... Do you need me to visualize the finisher for you? Maybe you can get... Is he on the top rope? No. Damn it. Well, that might (laughs) have helped you there. (laughs) 
Actually, no, it didn't. The the choices don't really give that yeah, away. Yeah, no. Um, it's, it's been obviously years since so he's come back full time. I know we. He'll trip somebody. They'll hit the ropes and they'll be laying in the ropes. He'll then run to the ropes and oh, yeah, spin well, around yeah, in the and ropes. There was a there was an accident years ago. I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, but that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, I don't. I have. I have an idea, but it's it's wrong. I'm, I have to hear it. <laughs> All right, here are your choices, sir. The six one nine, the lucha leap, the Buyaka. Or the Mysterio driver. <laughs> Not one of them helped. What was your... I, this won't be your answer. Mine was like the tornado or something. <laughs> okay. let's, go, let's go A. What is it? 619. There you go. I'm not doing this bullshit where you just say a letter. you got to remember the answer. 619 is correct. And I was going to say, that's the only reason why you said what is it, because it's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving points for for letters here, baby. I'll take it. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, hurricane, tornado, that's what I was thinking. Because he spins. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll, I'll take my half a point. You're up right now. Technically, you're in the lead. Well, we'll see. This, this one, I, you might know. Great. Which film inspired the enemies in Nintendo's Metroid series? Which film? I did did my homework. Which film? Which film inspired the event? Inspired the enemies in Nintendo's Metroid series? I want to say. I mean, they're fucking jellyfish. Um, the Metroids. You know, I, I try Alien. to keep, I've been trying to keep your games in like the gaming space. Trying to keep it in your wheelhouse. Alien, E.T., Jaws. What do you got for answers? We have A, Star Wars, B, Galaxy of Terror, C, Predator, D, Alien. Well, Alien is what I said. I was just given... And they're all there. I didn't change any of them when I wrote down. That's what I stick with. I trust you. I trust you. But Galaxy of Terror I've never heard of. I'm going with Galaxy of Terror. B. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. You should have went with your gut, and it was Alien. (laughs) I just lose everything. Dude, like you that's like three questions. You go with your gut. It's whatever you say, this go with. This is not the first time this trivia round that I would have gotten it right. Dude, if you went with your gut three times, you win. Yeah. Yeah, well. Think about that. Well, I'm losing now. <laughs> so, we have a couple big stories for you. One in the movies area and one in the kind of Netflixy realm. Um, but we're gonna start off with arguably the biggest news of the week with James Gunn reportedly will be writing and directing the Suicide Squad sequel. We said it in episode 103. The title of the episode was James Gunn to DC, and we speculated very early on that he could go to DC. I almost think we even said to do Suicide Squad 2 because it made sense. So about seven, eight weeks ago. But this is a reality now. And it's, you know, you want to think like DC, it's kind of like, you know, I don't want to say it's the smart move. Like their, their movies have not been going good. James Gunn took an obscure characters from Marvel and made it into this this franchise of what is known today. And we know the Suicide Squad, it made good financially for DC, but it didn't make what they wanted. I think it's a smart move. The difference here being that the Guardians of the Galaxy didn't have a first movie. James yep. Gunn wrote it from the beginning. Yep. So he had that, fi- not financial, the uh, creative liberty to do what he wanted with the characters. He handpicked the Guardians that he wanted. Um, he wrote them in subtle different ways from the comics but made them his own character where Suicide Squad has an existing universe an existing first movie an existing character uh, like uh, I'm sorry like actors playing those characters so he has almost limitations here and you'd think with if Will Smith and Margot Robbie and and they're back 
for this, that he would be able to to bring the best out of them. So I do have yeah. faith that he could bring this out, even with the first movie still being there as that kind of that kind of hindrance. And one benefit he has is he can kind of take all the bad reviews from the first one, like oh people didn't like how Killer Croc was here, or didn't give a shit about Captain Boomerang. We didn't like the villain. Like people are like, okay, where's Deathstroke? So I imagine Deathstroke is going to be in this film, mm-hmm. whether it's Joe Manganiello or a new character or a new actor. Mm-hmm. Remains to be seen, but hey, and there's still more. Suicide Squad members that he that were born in the movie yet, right? And you also have an interesting thing to think about: is where do you go with the Joker? You have Joaquin's Joker yeah, there, film. There's two Jokers right now. You have the Joker spinoff potentially coming with the Joker Harley Quinn movie, with this, which is another separate movie, which may be Leto, it may not. And you also have the Joker from the first one that we both enjoyed. Um, maybe me a little bit more. Yeah. I really, really did I, like I still hit his tattoos and teeth still. I, I, I liked it. And, and David Ayers even came out and said, I might have gone too far with the tattoos for Joker. I, I, I liked it, though. I, I did. I didn't mind it. Well, you like tattoos? I, 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 I like, like tattoos, tattoos also, but it's um, not my Joker. And, uh, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see what James Gunn decides to do because... Is he going to give the Joker the main villain, or is he going to go a route like Deathstroke? Is he going to go a route with a maybe a villain we don't know anything about like he did with Guardians? I think you have to go the Deathstroke route, because Justice League, one of the main, you know, the very few positive things that came out of that movie... Was that ending. ...were the, the end scene of Superman and Flash Racing, yep. and Deathstroke at the end. Right. And there might not be a Justice League sequel, if not ever, but for definitely a long time. Yeah, I, I... <clears throat> so maybe now you can reintroduce him to DC through this movie. And if he does, please <clears throat> just don't. If, if, if you want to go Lex Luthor, just please recast him. We don't know. I don't want to see any more Jessica. That was the worst casting ever in DC. What DC got right with the first Suicide Squad movie? I want to give them a little credit. The soundtrack was pretty baller, but it was all pre-existing and, songs well, that they and just they, chose. And they paid a fortune for them songs. Right. And, and I would have liked to hear maybe some original score yeah, in there. Of course. Uh, but I did like the songs that they chose and got. So, you know, that's a positive. Another positive. To me, I like the Joker a lot. But... Another positive is, you know, Captain Boomerang was basically useless, but yeah. we both like, um, what's his face, the guy who played... Jay Courtney. Yeah, yeah, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney. Yeah, guy who played in Spartacus. Yep. Now, he got shit on as an actor him, like himself by a lot of other people. I didn't mind him. Another positive is you have Will Smith, you have Margot Robbie, so you have that core cast. And um, I think is Will Smith's got like three things going on. Will he even be available right. for this film? Right. Maybe and they have to recast it. And it depends shot. on the timeline, too, for what this film kind of expects. Like, and I think the last positive this film has is the fact that the first one was so shit on. It's like you can only go up from here. I hope. So and, it's got and, some and, things going for it. And I think we all trust James Gunn. I think he's proven himself for the two big Guardians films that he's he's done recently. Like, yeah. been, what, 80-plus percent? Right. And... I don't know the difference between Marvel and Disney's heads because DC doesn't have Disney to go with as well as that second layer. Yeah. It's just DC um, where you have a Marvel movie, you have Marvel influence, you have Disney influence, and Disney we know can write a fantastic film. Yeah. So I don't know how much influence James Gunn had from partners, this yeah. and the other people he could give the draft to. Maybe the people at DC that he's going to hand that script into yeah. don't have that influence that maybe Marvel and Disney did. So there's going to be outside influence that he had help with from the Marvel side. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't get it from DC. We just don't know. Will we see Batman? I hope not. 
because we don't know who Batman is. If we find out who Batman is, sure, let's put him in. Because I'd imagine that... It's a good way to introduce him. Because I'd imagine Reeves' Batman will come out before Suicide Squad. I have we know, to imagine. Because we know Reeves' script is already handed in. Oh, you mean the movie? Yeah. Oh, no, I'd bet you, I'd bet you it doesn't. I don't think the Batman's going to happen for a long time. I just think that movie is in hell right now. Uh, I, I, I have faith in Reeves, and especially what, the, what I've read is that the, I guess the studio had loved his first script. Right. So it's, it's, it's at least a step in the right direction. Yeah, I, I just... Because I think Batman will come before Su- Suicide Squad. is not going to come until at least 2020, 2021. At I'm least. thinking 2021. And, Has to be. And I don't think Batman is before that. I think Batman really? is also 2021 and probably closer to there, the holidays. There, I mean, I forget the name I read, but there was a name that was rumored that they were looking at for Batman, and it was not Ben Affleck. Right. I'm, I think it's in here. I'm not sure. I think we have it in the, in the stories today. If not, we'll go through it yeah. and we can talk about it. But I'm almost positive it's in here um, when I look through the rundown. But... Uh, it's, it would be a pretty good idea if you tease Batman, maybe give him five minutes on screen, well, basically, a little you, bit more than you Affleck did. did. Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know, using the little, little scene with, with Deadshot with, in the alley, which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, and then that gets people excited to see who it is in the costume, whether it be Gyllenhaal or Ham or a person we'll talk about in yeah. a little bit. And then you give it, and let's say that movie comes out in February. I can see that movie being in February. And then you have November for the Batman. Then you give that... Six, eight months of yeah, you anticipation. Need, yeah, you, you need some space. Definitely. Yeah, right. Space and anticipation and then Batman star. So I can totally see Suicide Squad being a launching pad for this new Batman too, even if it's only five, ten minutes. But for this Suicide Squad, I would say Deathstroke is a must. Sure. He is a must. Like Now, I don't know the comics as well as you do. Do Deathstroke and the Joker work together no. ever? Joker, so they would be Joker really doesn't work good with anybody. So they don't have anything where they could be able to do both in the movie. You're probably going to get Deadshot I mean, and Joker would just Maybe they could kind of help each other for a second and Joker turn, tries to turn on him or something like that, but he just doesn't work well with others. But I, I meant from like a main villain kind of perspective uh, because if you bring in Deathstroke, I think you as a Deathstroke fan and a DC fan would want to see him as the main oh, 100%. villain. 100%. But I think if you bring the Joker in too, that would take away from Deathstroke. So it's, in my opinion, you do one or the other. Yeah, no, exactly. Both. I would, I mean, as much as, you know, you wanted more Joker in the first Suicide Squad film, I think I'd, I'd want to wait on Joker. Or maybe if you want tease and end credit scene or something like that, have Deathstroke be the main baddie. Because he's, Deathstroke's like goes toe to toe with Batman. Like he's no joke. I just think that the villain has to be nailed because yeah. you screwed the pooch with Enchantress. Yeah. And her brother on the, the, the whatever that was, you really screwed the pooch there because the villain was underwhelming. You really need to nail the villain, and then yeah. that'll turn the whole rest of the movie on its head. Yeah, I agree. So for for me, when I kind of think back on Suicide Squad, when I look at what could happen, and when I look at the future of the franchise, uh, we have Birds of Prey as well, yeah. which is in that same universe, and, we, and that's going to come out before this. And we talked already last week of the members who were announced. So maybe James Gunn is able to pull from that movie, maybe do some crossover type of stuff as well. You see Birds of Prey coming into this, the picture for Suicide Squad too. Rather like Batman have, you know, Huntress or, you know, Harley Quinn. Well, I imagine Harley Quinn's going to be in it. I imagine Deadshot's going to be in it. Um, could be maybe King Shark, maybe touch up Captain Boomerang. Uh-huh. Like there's a couple other people they, they could use, but I, I don't know how much they want to go into their gallery rather than just... Well, I mean specifically Birds of Prey. Do you feel like that movie, because it's coming first, will have an influence on the Suicide Squad sequel where they can take some characters from that and cross them over well, into I, Suicide well, Squad? Well, I would imagine, I would say, yeah, Harley. Cause Besides she's our, her, yeah. we know that. We know um, Harley. I, I guess it depends what 
what's going on. I don't know too much of the story of what's going. I know Batman's out of the, you know, right. the picture there, and it's just kind of them. But just kind of see what does that, what do they do? What kind of carnage are they going to lead? And here's what I can see is because we know Harley is in Birds of Prey, yeah. and we know Harley's going to be in Suicide Squad too, and we also know that it's going to be Margot for both. So, or we assume it's going to yeah. be Margot for both. We know it's Birds of Prey, maybe Suicide and since she's, Squad too. I believe she's in the executive producer of yeah. Birds of Prey. So also. we we have a very good idea that it'll be Margot. So what I can see is, however that movie ends, and whoever's alive still, if they don't kill anybody off, I can totally see the way they introduce. Because if you think back to the first movie, every villain basically got their own little mini introduction. Yeah. Deadshot in the jail cell, Harley with the, you know, yeah, you got it. I can see Harley's intro being her with her bat. Or whatever, and she stands, and she stands yeah. like this with it, and she says, "Hey guys, I'm back." And she's in the middle of the screen, and the rest of the girls come into the screen, okay. and it's like, boom, Harley's back. I, I could see, and I could see um, Poison Ivy being in in the Suicide Squad film yeah. also, just because of you know the relationship of Harley and Poison Ivy. I think that they could, they could work well together. Now, do you think that this movie, because it's James Gunn? And we know that the history of DC and how they have to, even though Aquaman could be really good and Wonder Woman sequel, they still have to do a little bit of rehabilitation to their image. Do you think this movie would go more towards that silliness of Guardians or stay on the same track that the first Suicide Squad I think he's went? just going to have to walk like a fine line of a of little, of little bit of both. Get some silliness, get some seriousness, like a seriousness and kind of just... I don't think it's going to be as silly as Guardians. Right. I agree. agree. I don't think so. I, think I don't think the characters let you be that. But he, it's not going. I don't think it's going to be as, you know, dark and gritty as as DC's been. Because I don't think the humor hit at all in the first Suicide Squad movie. It, I think it had very was, very few moments. Yeah, I think Harley was just off with her comedy. So maybe that was the writing. Yeah. Oh, what is that? The stench well, of death? Well, like, that's very bad joke. Well, again, that was that was the David Ayers. I think he even said, like, I was yeah. just so, like, focused on something. Like, he, because, just, he was just, like, a one-track mind And, and like I said with David Ayers when we did Bright, is he's a completely mediocre filmmaker. No disrespect. He's just yeah. mediocre. It's not like they're terrible. Yeah. I thought Bright was the worst thing I watched last year. I didn't watch many movies, so it's not yeah. like it was the worst movie ever. Yeah. Just the worst thing I saw. watched. Yeah. And I only watch movies I'm invested in. So... Again, he's just mediocre. I'm not saying he's a bad filmmaker, yeah. but this is a big win because I would I would rather see it as a fan of James Gunn in charge as opposed to David Ayer's coming back for the sequel. And didn't he give his his kind of blessing towards James Gunn? He did. So we have David Ayer, David Ayer's did say it. He gave his blessing. He tweeted out, "Quote: James is the right man for the job." So we have David's not. Yes, blessing. I mean, even, also, though, even though we don't need his blessing. <laughs> exactly. But we also at least have the confidence that David is is, is giving James the, the keys with, with pride, with confidence, saying, I'm not going to be here to cause drama or talk shit. Go make the movie you yeah. want to make. And I'm sure, you know, um, James Gunn has talked to Jim Lee and Jeff right. Johns. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're kind of cooking up something because they're... Yes, you want to make this standalone film great, but they're also... They want to kind of make sure that the pieces are in the right spots... For the continuation of the story for future films. And I would love to see Jeff Johns' influence on this film because we know now his new role with DC being more into the movie space. He's there to help out the worlds of DC grow. So that's going to be really interesting to see him and James Gunn working together. That's a pretty dynamic duo. And then then you have freaking Jim Lee there as the perfect trilogy. I think you're in in great hands. You couldn't ask for a better director. How crazy would it be... If Dave Batista, who we know is very, very pro James Gunn, and he tweeted out, "Where can I sign up?" or whatever he said, yeah. that he wants in. How cool would it be if he's the next person to cross over from Marvel to DC? Because it's very possible. And of course, and 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 like I know, um, um, CJ Mellon from that kind of nerd, he kind of said, "Don't you think that's kind of like you know in bad taste of kind of jumping ship?" I was like, "Well, I don't think so." It's like, well, if they use James Gunn's script 
for the third Guardians. Batista's contracted to do it, which he's already said, I'll do it, as long as they use his script. After that's done, you're done. Yeah. Go you're, to DC. Go yeah. follow your friend. Do something new. Why not dip in Marvel and DC? Why yeah. not? I, and, and um, you know, we I know we had spoken about this before. And CJ, I agree with you that if he left his contractual obligation and left Guardians 3 because there wasn't James Gunn, that's in bad taste. That's not professional. But if he does, like Sam said... Um, Stay for the third film, do it, and then also, I mean, because we've had so many Marvel DC crossovers now from an actor standpoint, it's not that big of a, yeah, it's not that big of a leap to say that he could do that. Um, and then yeah, the guy wants to go work with a, somebody he respects. I I love that yeah. idea. Once so it wants to stick with your friend. I mean, Christ, I know people. Obviously, he's ba- he could be Bane, even though we. Yeah. I'm a little too much for Bane. I think we can wait a few more years to see Bane. Yeah. I mean, I, I projected Wildcat, even though he's kind of like this big bulky here. I I think he would be great. People said King Shark. He could do that. I totally can do. King so there's Shark. there's a couple couple options for him. And we also have maybe even Michael Rosenbaum, who wants to maybe get his hat in the ring because he tweeted at Dave Batista's tweet and said me too or I'm in. So and I mean he. To me, that that is my Lex Luthor. That was Smallville's Lex Luthor for five, six seasons, and I I think he would destroy the role. And I think if James Gunn said Michael, because they're they're but they're buddies, they're yeah. they're really good friends. If he said, I need you as Lex, I'm pretty sure. Even though would that confirm that Smallville's in the same universe as Suicide Squad? Well, it, 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 no way, it's the same universe. But <laughs> people even, would do that, even too. though like uh, Rosenbaum said, like you know, I hated shaving my hair to be bald. He's like, I feel like I look weird like an alien. But I guarantee you, if he said, I need you as Lex. I guarantee, as he's on the phone call, he's shaving his head. So I would totally love that. That would that would literally be like the best. I know this is an audible podcast, but people, if you were able to see the video version of Sam <laughs> saying he's just shaving his head, he gave me the coolest little. He gave the old bit to I, the. Skull. I was in there, and exactly, and I'm telling you, I think he would totally do it. And if you guys watch Smallville, I think anyone who have seen him as Lex Luthor, I think you would agree he would do a great job. So to tie this all, pretty bow up and and all that good stuff we would be we are 100 percent all for this news i mean why, why not exactly. i mean if he could create guardians of the galaxy the, everyone who was coming out even like marvel fans i know on instagram like ah guardians blah blah and then it's like the movie of the year and we, the second one i liked even better than the first yeah i think dc would be in great hands speaking of other things i'm all in for to our second big story iron fist has been canceled <laughs> 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 yeah, so Iron Fist Sam has been canceled. It broke only a few hours ago, yeah. as of we record this on Saturday, October thirteenth. Uh, we we just got this news. It's pretty hot off the presses that this is the first Marvel property to be canceled from Netflix. I know that rubs you the wrong way. I'm butthurt as shit. I mean, obviously, we know I love Iron Fist as the character. We know the first season it wasn't as great as we all have, would have liked. Uh, I would still say season two was a lot better than season one, and I know there's plenty of people that agree with me there. It, the, the ending left a nice touch of it to kind of where are they going to go from there. <laughs> they go nowhere. And I, I still say there – I know a lot of people that watch. It's not like the – I'm sure the ratings weren't there. So I, I don't know what happened there. I don't know the, – the, okay, here's my thing. Does this have something to do with it going to the Disney streaming service? Was there an issue in that – I would have just felt they wouldn't have canceled it. They just would have said we're shifting. Well, maybe – Again, there could be a method to, to Disney or Marvel's madness. Cancel it. Let's see how much uproar we can charge. Because when I looked on Twitter, that's all I saw was Iron Fist. So you're right, though. Let's think about this. Because I have the statement that at Marvel actually gave um, here. So okay. here's the statement on their cancellation. This was to IGN. Marvel's Iron Fist will not return for a third season on, on Netflix. Netflix. Ex- look how that's worded. And, and the last sentence, too. 
Everyone at Marvel Television Netflix is proud of the series and grateful for all of the hard work from our incredible cast, crew, and showrunners. We're thankful to the fans who have watched these two seasons and for the partnership we've shared on the series. While the series on Netflix has ended, the immortal Iron Fist will live on. That could lead to two things for me. One, your theory. Yeah. Two, they will bring back the Defenders. Okay, or season three of Luke Cage. Sure. You some sort of time with, with Power Man. You need Iron Fist. They just the, the, they're heroes for hire. They work together. They're they're a damn team. Yeah. So I mean, so I, maybe that's the tease. Maybe he's not getting another season somewhere, but maybe he will cameo in other shows. And because I'd imagine on Netflix, the last shows are going to be Daredevil season three, Punisher, Punisher season two, and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage season three. They have to be the last shows on Netflix. If and, that, maybe even just those two, and they're already transforming to the service. Maybe, obviously, since there's no dates yeah. for Jessica Jones Disney yet. Play, by the way. Yeah, know. exactly. And I mean, I'm just shocked, like, damn, Jessica Jones got a season three? After everyone I've talked to was so disappointed in season two, and everyone I've talked to for Iron Fist season two was, like, sucked the complete opposite of, like, oh my... Didn't th- people feel similarly about Luke Cage season yeah, two? Actually, it had a yeah, good yeah. beginning and then just fell off yeah, towards the end? I did, and to, to be honest, out of all three, I liked Iron Fist season two better than Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. I'm just surprised that The Defenders wasn't the first thing canceled. So, like, that's what, again, leads me to my theory of if you're going to get rid of, of Iron Fist and we have heard nothing about Defender Season 2 yet and it's got potential. It's got potential yeah, there. Um, I'm surprised that wasn't the first to go and then Iron Fist and then you kind of go from there and there and there. It does leave a door open for for Defender Season 2 with Iron Fist. Yeah. It does leave a door open for Jessica Jones, Luke Cage Season 3 with Iron Fist. Hell, it leaves a fucking opening for Daredevil. Yeah. For whatever it does. They need the Punisher. I don't know. But it has potential for Finn Jones to be back uh, as Danny Rand. Duh, yeah. Danny Rand. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll kind of see where that goes. But this is... It's a shocker. It's, it, this this kind of hit me by surprise. I was not yeah. expecting this. I think we were eventually. Yeah, but not We just yet. heard no rumblings about well, it. Well, just because the season two was good. Everything I've heard was good. And it's only about a month old on Netflix. It's not that old on Netflix. So this is pretty yeah. soon after it debuted. Yeah. Um, and again, there was no rumblings leading up to it. I woke up this morning and saw this. Yeah. And so did you. And I think that's what... Again, I think Marvel knows what they're doing. They want mm-hmm. to test the water, see what's out there. So they put this out there. I'm pretty sure they're going to get flooded with tweets, emails, Instagram, Facebook Tell comments. Lucifer, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Exactly. Come back. They're all going to come back. And I think people are going to stand up. Like, I'll be one to say, you know, hope to see Iron Fist again. Obviously, Luke Cage season three. That's kind of my hope. That's where I see the character going. Or, surprise, Disney now, bam, Iron Fist is coming back. So now, to tie this big story up, I want you to just rank... The Marvel shows for me from top to just bottom. Just on Netflix. Just on Netflix. Daredevil, Daredevil Punisher, Daredevil. Uh, Defenders, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. You I would say six. Daredevil. Yep. It's one and two. I, I, I love no, both seasons. No, no, seasons. not the seasons. Okay. Just the show. Daredevil, Punisher. Um, see, it, it, the, exactly. the, the, the Luke Cage throws a wrench in because the first half of the first season I absolutely loved. Uh-huh. And then once they killed Cottonmouth, yeah. You, the villain never it never matched up. It, okay. To me, that hurts. That hurts. So, I'd I'd actually put us probably an unpopular opinion would be Daredevil because I'm I'm not going to count the defenders because that's that's something that's their that's, that's the whole team. Daredevil, Punisher, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Okay, that's how as as a whole. Okay, I I mean I've only seen season one of Daredevil. Uh, I saw and the old- all, almost all of Jessica Jones. I saw. 
just episode one of Luke Cage didn't hit for me. I haven't seen a second of Iron Fist, so I can't. And, and I haven't seen a second. And, of and that's as a complete whole. And the only one that's kind of I love both seasons was Daredevil. I I thought they destroyed. And it looks like season three coming out what a week or two, a week from now. And yeah. that looks five, five days, six days. That's why I wanted to finish Supernatural so mm-hmm. I can just binge the shit. Yeah, out of there. and we have the episode one review of Daredevil season three a little bit later on in the TV section of the show. So hang on for that one because it's apparently a doozy. We're going to start tonight in the movie space with the Aladdin teaser trailer. If you want to even call it a teaser trailer, I, was, I Will Smith put out that poster the night before the and trailer. Po- poster said, look great. Poster, poster look, look great. And he said, "Can't wait to see me blue." And I was like. I thought we were going to see him in the trailer. So I'm looking forward to the trailer, just waiting for Will Smith. Even blue. if it was for one second. One even second. if he said boo. Yeah. That's it. And then they show the trailer, and it was just boring. Yeah. I thought, if, you know, people, oh, it was just like the animation. To me, it was a letdown. Again, Total that, letdown. Wasn't, that was, wasn't even a tease. That was just like, here, waste 30 seconds of your life, and we'll show you two scenes. However, we did see Aladdin. So it's not like we didn't see any characters. Yeah. We saw the desert. We saw the tiger's mouth opening for the sand. And we the saw tr- the parrot. We saw the parrot. In the, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. And uh, what is that? Uh, I something two? Something. I forget. Oh, I forget. Something. Dude, I, I'm so rusty with my Latin. I forget everything. It was, it was Gilbert Gottfried, I think, wasn't it? Oh, that did in the, in the cartoon? Yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, two, man, this is I, I, killing Dude, me. I, I forget. I'm, I'm just... But we see we see it yeah, we, <laughs> in we the see, desert. Yeah, we see. It's the birth line. Like, he didn't yeah. did speak. He didn't right. do crazy. But the one thing I did know was when they showed you the um, the treasure room. Yeah. I was talking to uh, Bob Snyder. He, was, he does a podcast. Uh, he, um, uh, God damn it. What's the fucking name? It, it, his podcast? Yeah, he does a podcast. The fuck? Something like, at the box office? Yeah, something like a movie. A uh, price of admission. Yeah. Price of admission podcast. And um, we got you. And it's it's just <laughs> I, when I saw the throne, the first thing I thought was was the Hobbit two, the Desolation of Smog. Like it was like almost the exact same throne. I was like, did they just use the same room? I don't know. I, I thought that was kind of funny. But again, you see him go for the goddamn the little fucking genie thing, and he reaches up, and that was it. That was it. Why can't? Dude, um, I, I I know Aladdin and Jasmine. <laughs> Dude, it's been years. Pakor? No, no, definitely not. It was <laughs> Dubopsicor. <laughs> uh, I forget, man. I'm getting there. I haven't seen the Aladdin cartoons. So I was twenty years ago. I'm getting there. I don't understand. He might not talk because he's not listed as a voice actor on imdb for the new one so that's he, crazy so he just might be a, a parrot that just has no speaking ability that's crazy to that's me. that's like having scooby-doo and not talking it's iago i would have never dude it's gun to my head i would have got it wrong yeah, it's iago <coughs> for the first one but i will say though that i am looking very very forward to naomi scott as jazz oh 100 because she is phenomenal yeah she, she was she's a cutie she's she the did, pink ranger yeah she did go to the pink ranger which i'm it's only a matter of time until we get a sequel of that film mm-hmm. well they already announced that yeah. hasbro did when they announced or when yeah. they purchased the i mean hey i'm going to see the aladdin movie i used to watch the cartoon as a kid yeah. and i gotta see how will, I just smith, see does. How will smith does man I mean, we'll hey, see it night one i just i mean this teaser was so freaking yeah it was boring. it was like it was I've, seen, down. I've seen a lot of people on facebook kind of, even like the 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 women over there, they're saying the only reason that they watched the football game was to see the teaser. And they saw the teaser like, I just wasted an hour watching a game for a 30-second teaser that showed three scenes. Pissed. Brie Larson has reportedly signed a seven-film deal with Marvel across multiple franchises. Want to note that piece of it uh, with Marvel. But she has denied the report. 
I'm assuming because Avengers Four isn't out yet, and we don't know her role in Avengers Four and her own film, well, so she doesn't want to. Sp- no, she doesn't want to number get heads. Se- you know, seven is a lot off the bat. I could see her at least doing three or four because we know she's going to be in, in well, Infinity Chris Evans, War. Chris Evans, one, two, three Captain America movies. Um, three, Civil War, three Avengers movies. Civil War is Captain America, so it's three Captain America movies, three Avengers movies. Was he in Black Panther? He, he cameoed in Thor: Dark World. Did he? Okay. Was he in Ragnarok? I don't think he was. I don't think he was either. And he wasn't in Black Panther. And then he wasn't in Homecoming. Yeah, he was. He cameoed. He was the commercial. You count that? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That, so that, then, that, that counts. That counts. So that's seven. Okay. So that's the. Think about Brie Larson signing seven. That's Chris Evans over the past ten fucking years. That's yeah. a lot yeah. of movies. And I'm sure they threw. I'm, maybe they just told her just deny the report. And then after Infinity War, okay, yeah, I got a couple more. It, in that's right because they don't want to get theories rolling. And, all and there's this no stuff. way she signed just two films. There's no way Marvel would do it. She's she's young. You want to, obviously to get the most out of her. You think she's Guardians three? Could be, yeah. So her own movie that's going to get probably two sequels. It's probably that's probably three right there. I think every movie now, like nowadays, is a trilogy is a tri- is. No matter at what least it is. written to be a trilogy. I mean, Christ, National Treasure has two. Th- I'm still waiting for the third one. You got to complete that trilogy. Guys. Rush Hour has four. It's got a trilogy <laughs> plus one. And they're and working on the they're working on what I hope. I can't wait. I love it. So you have so that's three. You could have Avengers four. You could have Guardians three. That's five right there. And then two other cameos in, let's say, uh, Far From Home or um, Black Panther sequel. Just dependent on the events of Avengers and, four, and, she could be in every movie. And, and real quick, she could be the Rosario Dawson. You're right of the MCU. hundred yeah, percent. And real quick, I'm thinking just as a top three is like a trilogy we want to see where movies that only had two or waiting for a third because like five just popped in my head. I was like, oh shit, that could be a good top three. But yeah, I, I agree. I, she's she's in it for the long haul. She's not going anywhere. So she could be the face of Phase four. She I, could I, be the Robert I, I Downey. Think, Chris I think Evans she of phase probably four. is. Yeah, her and and, and Chris Hemsworth. And, Thor is yeah, killing it. Lately. Thor and I would say Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch. I love Cumberbatch. He's Strange. getting a nice little pay pay raise for yeah. Doctor Strange too. Man, I would love to see if it's Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel being the two yeah. at the end of Avengers Four who save well, have, everyone. Having them two and Thor, that, that's 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 crazy, all you need. Okay, yeah. Robert Downey, go, go out on the sunset. You made over a hundred million off this franchise. Go yeah. go do Sherlock Holmes. 3. Oh wait, I'm I totally missed something too. You ready for this? Chris Evans. Captain America, Captain America, Captain America, Avengers, Avengers, Avengers. Then he did the cameo in uh, Homecoming, and he did Dark World. That's yeah. that's eight, Avengers four. Okay, yeah. that's nine. Yeah. That's a nine film. Did he sign a ten film he, deal? He, he might. We might just forget in the. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure. Film I, there? I believe because sometimes there's that quick cameo. You, you just we forget. forgot about the new Avengers. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson is set to make fifteen million dollars for her Black Widow film, which is actually equal to the salary of both Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth for their recent Marvel appearances. So she's getting that equality there, yeah, which makes sense. No I, shit. I, I think she she's put in her due. She's Absolutely. got the years, and she she deserves it. And you wasn't know, she the highest paid actress of last year i believe george clooney was the highest yeah paid she, might, she might have been yeah because yeah. who's going to compete with freaking black widow i mean she's right. making millions each film yeah and, and it's, hey, it's only a matter of time we've even though i think this is five years later than i wanted the black widow 100%. solo movie but yeah. i'll still take it yeah i would have liked this black widow solo movie right around age of ultron 100 percent. like i wanted to i wanted to know what you and Hawkeye did that was so crazy why you guys are so close yeah. i'm still hoping that's the story but i haven't heard jeremy renner in the movie yet so right. we'll see uh, let's see the Craven the Hunter film. This is all you. It may feature Spider Man. I, I I don't know how you have a Craven the Hunter film without 
Spider-Man. They just did it with Venom. Yeah, but <laughs> Venom's like a little different. An anti-hero. Like, yeah, you could yeah. do a little bit more. Like Craven, like he's like he's considered a the best hunter, and like sure. Spider-Man's the only one that he hasn't gotten. He's to me, he's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. And I'm not even a huge Spider-Man guy, but right. he's to me, he's so interesting. Rather than so he's like an assassin who always gets his man, basically, he's, or a hunter that just gets his target. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Same, so same so thing. the same thing. Same thing. And so it's, maybe it's the first the part of the movie is him. You're building that up. He's killing this person, this person, this person, this person, and he finally sets his sights on spider-man maybe well, towards the end i'm pretty sure and on his chest ending. he has like a lion's mane like he's like a hunter like he's i guess kills everything and does he have like a lucky charm necklace i think something? he might have like that like a tooth neck like tooth has neck all their that has all their teeth or whatever but like again i wanted like a how'd Spider-Man. that work out for the guy in jurassic world fallen kingdom <laughs> i don't think good but I, I i like spider-man we saw already we saw doc ock we saw green goblin we saw the vulture we saw we're, we're gonna see salmon we saw this we're going to see the scorpion we saw the lizard yeah. we've never seen craven i think this is a, a fresh take we, we already know that uh mysterio's coming mm-hmm. so i i think this is perfect i mean i i know i'm not the only one that loves craven the hunter mm-hmm. but we need spider-man in that film we also have the morbius film with johnny depp i believe as morbius is going to begin filming in early 2019 jared leto jared leto leto whatever right. you want to say but I, again he's i go leto all day yeah he, he's a good actor i think it's you know you're not going to look at him and think joker of all the makeup he's going to have on it to be a vampire yeah i don't even know if we're going to recognize him yeah and, and in the beginning before he is i'm sure he's a good looking guy so i'm sure they'll, they'll touch him up so he's not going to be freaking the joker with silver teeth and damaged freaking tattoos and shit i can confirm that i totally forgot to put the batman thing on the notes the other name yeah i, I forget his name i forget i forget the guy's i believe name. you have it on our pocket app so real quick i'm just gonna pull that because i want to stick in the superhero realm before we get off of it and i and i if i remember correctly i've never heard of him before so that could be that could be good rather than going into another main character where we know every single thing about the actor mm, i also forgot to add the Witcher casting stuff. Or maybe I didn't. I don't know. Um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, maybe I didn't put it. I might have just maybe texted it to you. Maybe. Jack O'Connell. You did. Jack O'Connell uh, is the latest name to be a new candidate for the Batman. I know I didn't put it in the show notes because this source. The source wasn't yeah. that great. Um it's the hashtag show again. That, oh, okay. that yeah, hashtag yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And the point, and I, I know exactly why. I passed right over it. Here's the wording. It stresses in its report that it's just a rumor and they have not been able to corroborate the rumor. Okay. Okay. So that's why I didn't put it in there. That's I mean, it right. makes sense. I, again, rather get a name who we didn't, like, who we don't know. Yeah. Because when Christian Bale was Batman, we only knew, like, American Psycho, Equalized. We only knew a few films that he was in. Like, he wasn't as big as he is now. Ryan Coogler will officially return for the Black Panther sequel. We kind of. And I believe that. he's writing and directing, and directing again, which I, I think they're in safe hands since the first one made over a billion dollars. Yeah, and I just, I didn't like it, but it definitely. I can see yeah. why other people did. Of, of course. To me, it's not it's not in the top five no. best Marvel films. No. Not I even, don't think I don't so. Think it's t- in the it, it might hit number it might hit the top 10 but there's no way it's in the top five i don't i just think it was just such a movement at the time that people 100 but i, I also still good films i still like it i still own it on blu-ray same so do i and i don't i didn't like it though I, and it's just i think it for me it falls in the back half of mcu films because i thought the cg was pretty bad in the story all I, I did love the waterfalls fights they were amazing yeah they were amazing um, and Michael B. Jordan killed it. Yeah, he does. A, he's one of the better. One of his, his better Killmonger films. is a great villain. And he I made up for his other fantastic his failure <laughs> as the Human Torch. Constantine, City of Demons is out. 
uh, or is coming out. I think it's not no, out yet. It's, well, it's out on Blu-ray, which yeah. I own at my house. I did not, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but I, I will this weekend. And it's, I think they're airing on the CW just like in the three, like three weeks or something. Correct, because like they're doing like a mini. Yeah, it's exactly. like a, it's a full movie, yeah. but they're doing it into parts, kind of like Family Guy used to do. Yeah. Uh, here's the review of it. While not without its flaws, Constantine's City of Demons is a fun showcase for the character ahead of his boosted Arrowverse presence in the months to come. Matt Ryan proves once again that he embodies the character just as well in animated form as he does in live action. The movie manages to to remain faithful to the comic book source material while also making some clever changes of its own. It's too bad that the clean, simple animation style doesn't quite do justice to the subject matter. 7-5? Yes. So... Uh, nice I job. was gonna say I was gonna say eight until that last sentence. Yeah, and if dude, if the if an animation style which does look good, the animation doesn't look bad. And that's what I'm saying. Look, I saw the trailer. That's like, a pretty good. I thought it looked badass. Yeah, so that's a pretty good. It will, it will be watched today or tomorrow. Review. So you will have my impressions next week. We do have another trailer we want to talk about, and this is Pet Cemetery. I watched it yesterday, um, and people were like, "Oh, it was freaky. It was terrifying." I, I, I was fine with it. I was totally fine. And and me and you are not the biggest horror guys in the world. Right. Well, I can't get out of my head the original Pet Cemetery because yeah. Herman Munster yeah. goes, oh, you don't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> not down that road. And I'll never get that out of my yeah. head. And I was waiting for the, for, um, oh my God, Dexter season four. Um, oh my God. The dad? No. The bad guy from Dexter season four. He's in 30, he was in 30, 30 Rock. Rock from, no, no. Three Rock from the Sun. Oh, oh um, I can't. Third Rock from the Sun. I see his. I see his face. Uh, John Lovitz. No, no, no. Um, no. John, John something, isn't it? God damn it! Was it thirty? Was it th- third Rock from the Sun? It's th- you could just put Dexter season four, the Trinity Killer, which is the best season of Dexter ever. God, I can't believe we can't give his name. John Lithgow. God John damn it! Lithgow. Damn Jesus. It. So we had Christ. John and we had L. <laughs> We had John just, L. Just couldn't put it together. Uh, and I was hoping for him, because he is the same character, yeah. for him to go, oh, you don't want to go on that rod. But I didn't get it. And I got a, some freaky kids in masks. That's really yeah. what it was. And it, but it, it looked good. Like, yeah. I, it's going to be freaky, but I think, I think it's I'm, also going to be a letdown. I think I'm going to see this one in theaters. I think just sometimes when you're surrounded by people, like when I saw the new, it, it just, it, it, it brings the atmosphere. It, it brought something else a little bit to it. I think it's going to be good. We know the original in 82, great reviews, made a boatload of money. They made a sequel, I believe, in 89 that mm-hmm. it just did terrible. Yeah, Stephen King things that get remade in today's world tend to be successful. Yeah. So this is probably going to be super successful, especially carrying Pet Cemetery's name. Yeah. And it had the freaky cat that looked yeah. like it just jumped out of the bathtub. And it had the kids in masks that yep. were freaky. Yeah. And some freaky kind of like supernatural it's, scenes it's going Stephen on. It's Stephen King. You know what you're kind of getting yourself into there. Right. And the book is definitely effed up. So if you haven't all read All these books are effed yeah, up. You haven't all read drugs the book, every time he wrote them. I would recommend. I, that's an allegation. I'd say that we don't know that for sure. The, the one he admitted, like, I was on coke and I, I wrote it. And then I don't remember. He literally said, I don't remember writing. I forget which book it was, but... Pet he, Cemetery. He literally said them words. Uh, it was a it was a good trailer, but I think the scariest parts of the movie, like I think it's going to be, I think it's a yes, yeah. and I think it's a lot like the visit from from M Night, where they make the trailer seem to be scarier by doing cuts, like clever cuts yeah. and clever editing. Whereas I don't feel like the actual movie was scary at all. The actual movie was comical for the visit. I feel like this is what they're going to do here. It's very smart editing for yeah. the trailer to make you think jump scare, jump scare. And I think it's going to get you a lot of times with jump scares I, I as opposed it, to it that. It got me on a jump scare in the trailer, I believe. I just want there. I think this movie will be very good if it's the atmospheric 
silence tension. I like horror you, that builds you, you like through the, the tension. slow build, yeah. And that's because then you get the payoff. If it pays off in a jump scare, pissed. But if it pays off correctly and you just get that terror, because I'm, I'm I love the, that. I'm the easiest person. I will jump scare so like I will basically <laughs> jump out of my seat like like you me know playing when, initial D. When you're about to start, when you're about to start the movie, when the guy goes to eat the popcorn and he jumps, the popcorn goes flying. Like it's almost that bad. <laughs> Warner Media actually, so like Warner Brothers and all that yeah. kind of stuff. WB, they will now be launching. You guessed it, a streaming service. We're getting dude, things are going no. away from cable. I wonder how this will affect like know, on demand choices. And that's kind of what I've been thinking. Like how this is going to affect you know the like, Meg on streaming. No, like like all these like cable everything between the obvious all the big companies that are out there. Just there's freaking fifteen streaming services. Like I, I won't be subscribing to this one just because I'm already on four or five already. Well, if they take it away from HBO, Showtime, Comcast, Verizon, and like the on demand platforms, is, the is that networks, what it's going to come down to? If that's what happens, then I have a reason to purchase it. But if it's just hey, you don't have cable anymore. Hey, you don't have HBO because it costs a boatload every month. Here's our service and you can watch all of our Warner Brothers stuff. That's where I think they're going to go. So I'm going to keep what I have currently because yeah. I don't, I don't exactly. need to worry about that. And it won't be a streaming service I need. But for those folks who have cut the cord and don't have HBO, Showtime Go, and all that junk, this could you be th- for them. So this will probably be an 8 to $10 price point. It has imagine. to be. You're talking 7 to 10 When is someone going to say, here's $5? When is someone going to drop that bomb? Will, will we ever see a streaming service go that low? Because I don't think there's any. Netflix started, I believe, at eight. Now it's at eleven fifty. Hulu's at thirteen. Netflix is at twelve. Uh, Amazon Prime's you get it with your subscription. That's about it's like a hundred bucks um, a year. It's thirteen. It's thirteen a month or one hundred and twenty a year now. Um, Spotify Verve ten. Spotify ten. Verve is ten. Crunchyroll, I think, is 10. Verve can be 6 if you just want the Nickelodeon stuff, yeah. but even that's not 5. Yeah. So I don't think DC we streaming have service is 8 Yeah. if you get it month by month. Yeah, Xbox, well, Nintendo. <laughs> it's 20 bucks 20 a year. Bucks. That's less than 5 a month. True. I, so I guess that's... That's the closest we're going to get. I guess that's the closest we're going to get. <coughs> but that's not, even for, that's not even for movies. Yeah. That's just to play some games that you could have done for free two weeks ago. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Glass also got a trailer. I was very apprehensive to watch this trailer because I don't really have much interest in the movie. But I have interest in the characters. So I watched the trailer because there are some definitely some interesting Good, characters. Good, because I, I, I did not watch it. Okay, I, I did. I, I saw the, the first thing. You have my money. I don't um, want to see anymore. I I think you do. If you Thank really you. want to watch this movie, uh, if you want to I'm, see this movie, I'm, I'm, but I'm they Craig, they have my money. Like I basically, still, the tickets already paid for. I still think you want to watch this trailer. I don't know. I don't uh, know. It gives you a very deep dive on Samuel L. Jackson and his character. It gives you a deeper. I'm dive. already sold on Mister Glass. I love you, bro. <laughs> it, it gives You're you in. a deeper dive on what do they call him, the Beast or something <clears> like that. I, I might have saw the last like 10, 15 seconds of it, and you kind of see more of. Kind of what Bruce Willis is doing. That's correct. Yeah. You you yeah. and that's only towards the end. They actually and, do a and really what good I, job. That's of, what I call it. They do a good job of hiding him throughout the trailer, and they maintain. And I think that's focus. why. I, like, okay, I saw. I feel like I saw just enough. Like, I don't the, need to see the it main girl from Split who gets kidnapped. Yeah, she's is in, in this yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, I love that you can still see little bits of Philly. Like, it's awesome. It's always that's so fun it, to see. That's your own that's city. the one thing you got. Hey, of us being living in Philly is you know we. And Knight likes the film in Philly, so that that's kind of cool. It's for like us. Stephen King with Maine. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. And every fucking movie takes place in New York and, or Chicago and, or L.A. And it's talk, nice to see Philly. And talk about a movie that you know people weren't expecting the trilogy. You I mean you get the first one with um, Unbreakable, mm-hmm. then to get Glass, to get well, no, to get the, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Split, Split, and now Glass. Like that's an unexpected trilogy out of nowhere. Like yeah. I, there's no way he when he came out with Unbreakable, I want to come out with the trilogy. There's, yeah. If he did. 
kudos, but you can't even have a list airbender, so I don't think he did. I thought, I thought a sixth sense was a part of that. I, I don't think so. I, I haven't heard. I thought it's that not was Bruce Willis's character from that movie. Bruce, it's definitely Bruce Willis, but I, I don't. I thought, I thought that was different. Yeah, Bruce I thought that was a film. completely separate role. Gotcha. I personally gotcha. Uh, but overall, anybody who's interested in this movie, sorry if we butchered that last part, and we I don't know Bruce Willis's role in the film. Uh, it's definitely it was an intense trailer. It got me like kind of thrilled. Like I was thrilled. And, and you throughout saw, you it. saw Unbreakable. Right? I did. I saw and, Unbreakable, and I saw Split. Okay, so you're you're seeing you're seeing Glass. There's no way you cannot see it. No, I don't have any interest. You have zero. Interest. I told you I didn't like Split. I oh, thought Split was way overrated. Oh man, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, and it's because I couldn't suspend my reality of getting shotgunned in the chest and just breaking bars. Dude, just I couldn't get past it. James and I understand McAvoy's role in that was brilliant. And I get, and I totally get it. And I, and he actually does a really nice job in this trailer of showing even more personalities. And I totally get he's multiple personality, but at the end of the day, he's still a human. So like, you ain't living through. A I shotgun. don't know. Well, I know they're setting yeah, up that hey. he's not a human. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Crazier like, things have happened in movies, my friend. I, I got it. I just. Maybe I'll see it when it's available for me on cable, HBO, Showtime. If you saw the first two, you you almost owe it to yourself to finish it out. But this is not a theater. You know how much Will it takes for me to Samuel go to Samuel Jackson break another bone? That's another question in <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. He had 87 breaks. <laughs> Will he make it to Lucky 88? Uh, we have our – let's just – let's move past that. We have our box office for the weekend. Um and I'll tell you right now. I believe our one and two was correct as Venom and Star Wars Born number two, but we'll see when we get there. Well, we're there, so. Well, we we're not at number one yet. Screw to Poochie. Um, yeah, well, anyway. Well, we so can... I just want to make sure that we were right. God forbid we, we fucking pat ourselves on the back once in a while. Uh, we did not nail the third one. Okay. Uh, so we'll go from here. Uh, we have, let's see, just want to see if any fun movies are out there. The Meg is still 24. That made... I think it made it close to $500 million worldwide. It did 266000 this week. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp is still in theaters, apparently. That's number 33. That had on Blu-ray? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not yet. Not it's yet. it's okay. on digital. Okay, Blu-ray, okay, I think, okay. is this Tuesday. Um, Teen Titans Go to the Movies still made 20000 I might, bu- I may buy that movie just Hope to see it. it. And, and I've heard such good things, and for me, just the end credit scene, just knowing that there's a possibility, chance coming that we could get a season six of the original cartoon, I'm in. Mission Impossible still number 20. And I will tell you this, I would have loved to see it hang on just a little bit more because of all the positive yeah. vibes it got. Searching is number 16 at 443000 they, they made good money. I just I would have loved this because it I got still, such good reviews. Once that's on demand, that's a day one watch. Yeah, sure. So here's our top 10. Number 10 falling from number 8 at 947000 Didn't even make a million. I think this is a first in our box office rundown is The Predator. So making less yeah, than a million. Uh, number 9 falling from number 6 at $2 million, the R-rated bomb and Hellfest. Number 8 falling from number 7 at $2.1 million, Hanging on because the Meg fell... To what? What I say? Twenty four. Hanging in strong in the top ten at number eight at two point one million is Crazy Rich Asians. That movie's yeah. done very well. Number seven, hanging on the list, falling from number five at two point seven is The Nun. Uh, let me see. Number six, and we're in October, so we're in the spooky month yeah. and all that good stuff. Uh, let's see. Number six, falling from number four at three point four million dollars is a simple favor. Number five, falling from number three at seven point three million dollars is the house with the clock in its walls. Number four, falling from number one, and we said this was going to be number three this week at twelve point five million was Night School. Oh, did uh, Kevin right. Hart? Yes, and that fell from one to four while. Uh, the number three movie 
fell from number two last week at 14.4 is Smallfoot. So oh, wow. Smallfoot yeah. stayed higher, and Night School fell well, three spots where Smallfoot and, only fell. And you got to think, probably most of the Kevin Hart fan came for the opening, and then obviously a huge drop after they saw it. Well, Smallfoot I think just has a wider audience because they're and kids. The kids, yeah. And that and movies like that because the there's so many, right now, I believe, right. And because movies take, you know, there's so many kids movies, they can remain popular yeah. for yeah. a long time because of the audience. That's what I think it is. Yeah. It's just it makes maybe sense. some word of mouth in school or something. And people want to see it. Number two, new to the list at $42.9 million as A Star is Born. It made good money. It did. And then a number one at $80.2 million is Venom, which is, again, it's it, nice to see. It made way over way what, more what they were expecting. Way more overestimate. And worldwide, they already made over their budget, over $100 million worldwide. And I hope that it continues along because I don't believe, you know, from what I'm hearing from people, it's not, it doesn't it's, deserve a four. And what I've been hearing, it's it's mixed. I gave it a five. It's been mixed. I've heard people say, I've heard worse than five. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard six, seven, eight. Actually, I even heard nine. I never heard no ten, but a nine I thought was reaching. Yeah. But you really got to love the character to give it something like that. And that's what I think it is. It's people that have love and nostalgia for the character. But I think, like me, when I first saw it, I gave it a seven. Right. But once you think about it, sit with it. I think you'll come to the realization because once you say to a movie, and I've heard by multiple people, skip the first thirty minutes. Oh, skip that, and then you still give it a nine. Right, what? exactly. This is thirty minutes, exactly. And you have to think about exactly. that. Exactly, and, and that's circle. what I stand came strong into. in your five. Because exactly. I would imagine that's where I'll fall when I eventually see this. Is if it's a five, I'm and, happy with that. because it's not a two. And people, say, I'll give it a nine when I watch it again. I'll just skip the first thirty minutes. What? How do you give it a nine then? Yeah. I don't understand your. It don't make sense. So coming soon or coming this week, it's the week of October 19th. Coming to theaters is Halloween. We expect that to take the number I, one spot. I imagine it'll be one, Venom, Venom two, two, Star three. Is Born. Exactly. Uh, because the rest of the list is The Hate You Give, Mid-90s, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Galveston, The Guilty, The Night Comes For Us, An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn, High Voltage, What They Had, and Hide in the Light. Ouch. Well, it makes sense for the movies to kind of come out when... Oh, my God, dude. We are not in... We're in a slump. We are in a major slump. We're in a slump. Until my boy, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. I mean, you got to figure... Couple weeks, baby. Halloween will take the rest of October. Uh, I I have to imagine... Because it's that Venom, it's, I think are going to battle one. You know, it's one gotten such incredible <clears throat> reviews everywhere. Well, once this re- hype is once unreal. a review is out a month before the movie, you know it's going to be a good film. And we're going to transition to the TV space where I'm going to let Sam take over a little bit here and talk about Titans episode one and your spoiler free yeah. impressions. So I got the the DC Universe streaming service. Once you order it, you get a free seven day trial. Which I've, I've talked to a few people saying, I'm not going to you know, pay for it for just one episode a week. It's like, okay, I understand right. it. The last episode, I believe it's December 21st. That's when I get my subscription. So a couple days it. before that, you know, a couple days before that, you get it. You bang out the first 11 episodes for free. Then you cancel if you really don't want to exactly. do it. Exactly. That's my strategy. But then you have to wait with the next series because I think it's going to come out the following week. So that might just give give you just I'll enough. I'll use to a new it. email. Oh. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Okay, yeah, I guess that that could work. So I, I understand that, but it's only to me with eight bucks a month, I can afford it. I got enough. The main, I know exactly, which is the reason why I dropped Spotify so I can get this DC universe. Right. But, but even before I got that, I watched the first episode of Batman: Brave and the Bold, where you had Diedrich Bader as Batman. The first episode, it's it, it's just like more of a cartoony version. Mm-hmm. I never got into it, but the first episode, I'm like, I watched, I got a couple giggles. It was it was pretty good. I actually may finish it out just because I love Batman. And I want to make sure I watch every single damn episode of his animated shit. 
But <clears throat> I started Titans. First episode was uh, 50 minutes long, nice and short. Time out, real quick. Did you happen to notice on the streaming service if that movie about the third Batman writer guy was in it? You, it was your pick of the week. I loved it. That documentary. The Bill Finger? Yes. Did they give credit to Bill Finger? No. If, is that documentary on the streaming service? I that's a that's a good question. What was that movie called again? Um, Batman and Bill. That's it. That was it was only on Hulu. I think right. it, it might even be on YouTube now. I'm not sure, uh-huh. but that I actually might do that when I go home just to see if they did that. Because if that is, I will fucking pick that again for the pick of the it week. Was, it was a very good documentary. Sorry to cut you. Yeah. Off. So I watched the first one. Um, it was just off the bat. Starfire suck. No, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Good. Just going in of hearing all these negative reviews, and I put a little teaser on that. How much of that is your love for DC? No, I, I honestly, and I think it, I'm not, and I've talked to quite a few people it's that kind of we were on the same thing, but I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Um, I, I put on Instagram where he basically, after the, the alley scene where Robin kicks the shit out of at least 10 guys, and, you know, the fuck Batman day, I, yeah. I, I laughed. It, it was funny. But dude, the action, very brutal that's what i heard i mean you obviously if you're gone if you're going in expecting um the teen titans cartoon you're going to be highly disappointed because th- <laughs> this is not that you'll there, get teen titans go there is there is no <laughs> cyborg with booyah you get fuck batman <clears throat> but robin um, um brenton thwaites i thought he was great as dick grayson and robin i like the costume design but his, his fight scene i just he drags a guy's face on a wall Dude, and it gets worse. I just wanted to give you just to give, give you a visual. I, I like it so far. And he, I thought that was a fight scene for a DC streaming service. I thought that was brilliant. How was the CG? Because we know that the budget can be smaller on a streaming service. I will get to that at the end. Because okay. that's really the only time you really see a lot of CG. Okay. Raven. I liked... When I first saw her, I, I, I was kind of... Uh, she was way better than I thought. You kind of get to see a little taste of her powers and... And she's as strong as advertised. Because she does some shit, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Kind of like, um, my God, we, I can, I'm can. i drawing a blank on actors and actresses. Who played <clears throat> in X-Men? Oh, you're thinking of the girl who was in the pregnant movie? What? The pregnant movie? She was Snooky. Not Snooky. Oh, in, Anna in, Paquin. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Anna Paquin's character in the X-Men movies where she didn't even know the extent of her powers and we just saw teases of it until later. And, oh, and kind of reminds me of that. Raven doesn't know. She's like, I, her mom so totally basically finds out, oh, it's not your mom, whatever. Yeah, but her actor, yeah. her name's Tegan Craft. Never heard of her. Never seen nothing she was in. Good. But I she, prefer that. She kind of basically has this dream, kind of sees Rob, you know, Dick Grayson's past, kind of goes to him when he's, he goes, he's a detective, which I really like. And he goes like, I, you have to help me. There's something inside me. I don't know what's wrong. And he kind of like gives her on her own or whatever. But obviously, she holds the power to something more. If you know the comics, you know what I'm talking about. And you know which. If you know comics, you know her father is Trigon. I even knew that. I and, texted you. Yeah. And to me, I even said I was like, I'm thinking he could be the big bad of this season, or if they kind of right spin it off and have him for the next seasons. We already know that got signed for season two. So I think it's maybe they need more money. So that's why it could wait till season two to get him because she's the doorway for him. Um, next, you kind of see Starfire. She has like amnesia, so you don't really so she don't really know too much about herself. I liked her a lot more than I thought I was going to. I'm not gonna lie. She kind of brings. I, I guess she's speaking French. She wakes up. She's in Austria, I think. Yeah, I think that's where she's at. And she kind of she's going, trying to find some what's going on. She kind of gets in a fight, and you see a little glimpse of her powers. And it was 
it was badass. And I, I thought this the CGI that was used to ex- express her powers, I thought was awesome. I don't think you, you could do better on a streaming service. Shit, for a movie, for that matter. We got to get to the, the two characters that we <laughs> want to talk about with the CG of Beast Boy being green and Starfire looking ter- pretty terrible. Well, well, that's kind of Starfire. When you, that's her, when you see her use her powers for the first time, you see what she looks like. And I thought she looked pretty badass. So okay. they kind of... Then they covered that one, up. They bit. won me over a little bit with Starfire because I, I was not. I don't. I don't think I was on the right footing with that. And you really, dude. Beast Boy has the least amount of screen time. You okay. don't. You don't That's see a shame. He's no, no, no. Like which, which I think they did just enough. Okay. You don't see him till the end, and he has. That could be a spoiler. Yeah, well, it's it could be a spoiler. It could it be. A but little to bit just know that he's me. in the episode. He's in the episode, and you see him one in his animal form, mm-hmm. and then you see him in in, the, in his human form quick. And I thought it was just enough, maybe a, a smidge of comedy, because that's what Beast Boy, he's like that mm-hmm. little, the comedy relief. I thought it was just enough. I thought it's interesting because they're going to basically show a little bit of each character and have all of them kind of come to form to meet. I can't wait until they form, they actually form the Titans. You think that'll happen in two, three? I, I, I think it's going to be wait because next episode's titled Hawk and Dove. And okay. what I've heard of that episode is, is it, like if you thought Robin was brutal, like their fight scenes are brutal. So I'm super hyped. I cannot wait until Friday. I mean, yes, it does suck that it's not Netflix. We can't binge it all one day. But at the same time, I'm kind of grateful. Because I watch so much shit. We have Daredevil Season 3 dropping on Friday. So I'm going to have to wake up extra early, get my workout in, watch Titans fans, and then binge the shit out of Daredevil Season 3. So everyone next weekend, First I won't see problem. nobody. First world problems, working, not working on Fridays for Sam. Yeah. Those four and, and not sleeping, waking up probably at 5 a.m. I will tell you, Sam doesn't know what I'm about to say. But we do it for the shows we love. <laughs> So, Sam, every Saturday, give your spoiler-free impressions of that week's Titans. Okay, perfect. We do it for Game of Thrones. We did yeah. it for Walking Dead when it was relevant. And I, and I will try to always keep it spoiler. I don't think I said anything that's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm pissed. There was no plot-related spoiler. Exactly. Maybe the Beast Boy at the end was something. But just know, but he's but, a, just know that he's in there. Because at the end, I was like, oh, shit, where, where's my boy at? So every yeah. week, Sam will give his spoiler-free impressions of the newest Titans cool. episode because I really want to watch this. I have to find a way to and watch this. And every person that I've talked to... Basically agreed to everything I've said. And I've been dealing with at least five, six people. Well, the good times are going to keep rolling because Daredevil's return in the season three premiere of the Netflix series is a strong outing for both Matt Murdock and Charlie Cox. As the new showrunner Eric Olson uh, reorients the man without fear to be very much full of fear and obstacles as he attempts to climb his way out of the debris of everything that has come before. Elsewhere, the episode feels a bit more standard issue as it works to set up character threads for the rest of the season. But all in all, this is a strong return for the Marvel character. Character. Again, this is only episode one of season three. Nine oh. Eight five. Alright, I'll take it. Yeah. The people are saying that this could be the best um <laughs> oh, best shoot. episode or best season of the And I've heard that it's that's so hard because season one I still say was so good. Season two was great. I and mean, you you you're, you're getting King Pitties in the classic white suit. Mm-hmm. Then is the man. I I freaking love him probably everything he's in. By the way, totally remember Last week, we were talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp because mm-hmm. I'd seen it. And I was trying to bring up that really funny scene that I couldn't remember. Yeah. I remember it. <laughs> I remember so people it. listen to last week. Just I remember it. it. Okay. This is a payoff for last week's okay. struggle to try and remember that scene. It's when it's Ant-Man and the Wasp speaking, um, Evangeline Lilly, just speaking. And uh, he he says to her how he had a vision and he was in her mom's head and they were playing hide and seek. Okay, yeah, yeah. And yep. they see the big dresser. Yeah. And, and she goes, was it big? Yes. Was it red? Yes. Did it have horses on it? Yes. 
I used to hide there all the time. You may have not understood the rules of the game or the concept <laughs> of the game. I was dying. No, again, that's I know we, we know that you really didn't care for the second one, but again, that's Paul Rudd just being Paul Rudd. That was that was so funny. Yeah. I cried laughing at that. When I'm we glad to hear you one. laugh at something in the movie that you said well, that you weren't I, a fan of. And I also we didn't have a really big discussion last week on the uh, end credit scene because we just kind of glossed over it because I I wanted to still yeah. respect spoilers for those, but just to point out. It's a very, very, very good end credit scene. It was, and you do understand Ant Man's role in the in Infinity War. Why because, he's not there because of it. So makes no, perfect sense. No, I, we'll talk offline, but it doesn't explain why he's not there. The no, 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 no. It doesn't explain. It goes. Why wasn't he there? It, it's like, oh, that's why he wasn't there. That's what I just said. No, no. I don't think it explains that because the movie itself is why he wasn't there. We'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. Okay, off, okay. We'll talk offline. I, I have a thing. We'll talk offline. So this is a review for uh, something I'm looking forward to, especially with it being October, is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the new take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch from Netflix. That's dropping this month, right? It's dropping uh, very, very soon, um, if not already. But it's dropping this month. Got the horror aspect to it. It is not your Melissa Joan Hart and a talking cat anymore. Yeah, it's the complete opposite. Netflix Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is nothing like the original sitcom, which is completely done by design but nonetheless manages to cast a beguiling spell in its opening episode. While the show might have benefited from a broadcast network's discipline in keeping to a tighter 43-minute runtime as opposed to a full hour, this series is skilled at building tension and leaves us eager to learn more about the spooky world of its protagonist. Ada? Yes. Damn, dude. No, that, that, was, that's, that sounded good. That's a, that's a spot on for you today, man. You're killing it. But yeah, dude, I'm actually very excited to watch this show. I like horror shows much more than I like horror movies yeah. because of the build, because of cliffhangers, because of payoff. I, I may wait to start this because of our next story. Ozark has been renewed for a third season on Netflix, and I should have made a joke about like Dora the Explorer or something <laughs> just to set you up. But, but it's, I think of just hearing everyone speak so highly of Ozark. I love Jason Bateman. I think he's probably did you watch the first two. Or the pun kills it in this role. Did you I know. Watch I, the first I don't know nothing. So you're just gonna binge. I just know from people's quick reading, like synopsis, everybody likes and Everyone's it. saying how great it is, and this is my next show. Wow. Yeah. He he was looking me dead I'm, in the I'm eye. Just, I, I have like four that. episodes left of Supernatural season thirteen. I just want to finish that out, and then I start Ozark. I did put it in here. The Witcher's cast is slowly coming together. They had two more casting choices as well. Yeah, and there are, I know people were bitching about something about the female. There's two females they cast. I don't remember either their names or their roles, but I'm per, I'm assuming one of them is Geralt's girl because that's like the whole point of the game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I was like, guys, just give it a chance. Like, stop shitting on it before it even. This will be this will be a fine show. I'm not worried about this. And again, I come from a guy. I've never played the games, guys, girls. I've I've never played it. But yeah. this show, I'm in. Yeah, True Detective season three will officially premiere on January 13th, 2019, at nine o'clock Eastern. I, I, so we I, know it's coming, baby. I just don't. I just don't know how I feel about it. Like I was just so Get hyped. That's what you should. I was about. just so let down a season two. Like you know, it, it's but tough. this is it's an anthology. We're getting new know, characters and new situations. It's it, it just it's kinda, the best part about an anthology. Uh, but again, I was like, I was loving the sh- the show, The Affair. I, was, I watched it. New season came. Out. I didn't watch one episode yet. I even though I heard good things about it, yeah. I still want to get to it. Just she like, said it got really bad towards the end. Did it? Yeah. Right. So she stopped. She stopped watching. See, and, I, and I I stopped. Like even the last season, I thought was like, all right, they're they're stretching here. Mm-hmm. First season was great. Yeah, I agree. That's why I stuck season. with it. We have a couple more reviews. This one will be the. Uh, 
season two premiere of Black Lightning. Which I watched. Black Lightning continues to be an engaging character-led series. There are a few storylines introduced, but the mystery briefcase seems to be the MacGuffin that will propel the season forward. That was a lot of buzzwords. Until we know what is in there and what it can do, the show will need to rely on its character drama to get us through. Black Lightning himself doesn't see much action in the season two premiere, but the rest of the cast picks up the slack. Eight five seven five. Do you agree? No, no I, I would totally agree because you you only see like one scene with Black Lightning. The rest mm-hmm. is just kind of um, Jefferson Pierce. Mm-hmm. But again, his something's going on with his youngest his youngest daughter. You see something going on with his eldest, which is Thunder. She's doing some stuff on the side, trying to help out the church. And again, you know, there's there, you actually see a death in the first from a, like a side character from season one. Like if someone dies already in episode one. Mm-hmm. I won't tell you who it is, but the bad guy, uh, Tobias Beast, Whale. Beast Boy, he was Beast Boy. Yeah. Tobias Whale, dude, the actor, Crondon, what I, I think that's his rapper's name. Dude, he is menacing as shit. Good. I think that was perfect casting for Tobias Whale. So, again, I'm, I'm on for season two. Season 14, episode one of Supernatural. Oh, uh, baby. We have the review for this. Sam just finished episode, or season 13. Oh, I have four episodes left. Four episodes left. Uh, Dean's possession by Michael offers Jensen Eccles a chance to explore a new and fascinating dimension in his performance, creating a Michael who is creepy but undeniably compelling. Dean's absence also opens up some intriguing avenues for the rest of the cast so while we're missing tv's best big brother there's definite potential in supernatural's new status quo for now michael's mysterious master plan is off to a promising start that was probably a minor spoiler for me but i kind of expect Edo. Edo. i kind of expect that where it's leading it's basically they're all hunting michael right now in this else world so i'm interested hey i i rode this train for <laughs> 13 seasons, I ain't going to give up now. The Winchester boys are here to stay. Ruby Rose shows us her Batwoman. And I think I speak for everyone. She looked badass. Top notch. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they they touched it up to make it look a little, you know, more exceptional, you could say. But I thought she killed it. The wig was there. CW's costume, they get it right, in my opinion. Sure they do. And I was going to watch it. I know they're all filming the crossover now. And Stephen Amell has been kind of saying, like, guys, this is... This is like the best cross. As I know I say it every year, but it's like, this is the best we've ever done. So I'm super hyped to see this. Cameron Monaghan is leaving Shameless after this Sunday's episode. Oh, they, oh they, they, he said that was his last episode? So he doesn't even make it the whole way. Will Emmy even make it the whole way? I don't know, but I'll tell you, I know why he announced this like this. So quick. Like, all right, by the way, yeah, I'm done. See you later. You don't want to take any spotlight away from Emmy. Yeah, which I, you could respect. Yep. Which you can see, he waited. It's a good move for him. He waits till the week before and now his last episode, and it's going to pop the ratings like crazy. Yeah, well, of course, because he's you know Ian plays a character, but again, his character they're kind of going like I, I almost think they. Wrote, I haven't they, watched any episode this season. I feel yet. like it's they almost my DVR. they almost wrote him like where else are we going to go with him? Okay. So I feel like it, it's kind of a good end, but that's two main characters of Shameless from season one going to end. Well, and then, but again, when he posted goodbye, he said, "Will I come back again?" Question mark. So again. For him and Emmy, I'm sure there's an open window where we'll see them in future episodes. I hope so, because yeah. they're two of my favorite characters yeah. on Shameless. Uh, they will be back. Arguably my two favorite they characters They will be back. As much of this season, and you'll see which show we're talking about in a second, as much as this season, which comes with a new showrunner and new opening credits, is being hyped as a new starting point for the series... The Walking Dead Season 9, A New Beginning, utilizes a bunch of the show's time-honored, tired tricks. Thankfully, for now, the story seems to have taken a few steps back from the outright conspiracy and rebellion that was being cooked up at the end of Season 8, opting instead for a more subtle and believable build in hostilities. 7-0. 8. 
again, it's, it's just the same old Walking it, Dead it's, shit, it's, though. It's the same shit. Very, you watched it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. I, 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 I can't begrudgingly watched it. I can't it's, believe you're still you, in. You see a death from a character that's been around for a little while, which I was like, okay, that to me that gave it the seven. I gave you my. I didn't even give. I gave you my rating as a seven. Um, it, I, again, it was just okay. It's the same shit. It's a slow, 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 slow. I gotta sit there for all these commercials to the same slow shit. That again, something happens at the guess what? The very end. Yeah. Same formula, same shit. As long as they keep you in, interested in what happens next week, they can continue. I mean, that I, formula. I guess what was coming next. But I'm just glad that they stuck with it. That they didn't bail to oh next episode. Well, it was the lowest premiere since season one. A.K.A. the opening of the show, Ouch. so you can really say this is the lowest season premiere ever. And and they're all, and what the what the guy said one producers. And this is rated by the amount of people and, watching. And, and this show could go on for another ten years. Well, no, no, no. Though they said the Walking Dead universe could go on for another ten years. In uh, spinoffs. That, and that remains to be seen. If this ain't writing on the walls, I don't know what is. And I just want to give a quick shout to Scott Wilson who played Herschel oh, in know, a couple that, seasons who passed away. And everything you heard like about... the day of the premiere. Yeah, that, and it, which is such such a shame, obviously. We know he was, had a great storyline in the show, and every cast, character, crew member spoke so highly of him. People that met him at the con said that he was one of the nicest guys ever. Just such, such a shame. Yeah, and we will be right back after this word, and Sam hosting, by the way, for the gaming section, after this word from our ESO Network Partners. Did you know the ESO Network has a brand new Patreon? That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. Which brings us to the gaming space, and we'll start with our Super Mario Party impressions. Sam, I got to play... Uh, I picked this up on day one. We were supposed to have it by last week. I kept it in the shrink wrap because I didn't get to play it, but I did play it that night, and I played the shit out of it. I actually didn't edit the podcast because I was busy playing and, this game. And I think I even texted you. I was like, yo, Greg, when's this coming out? Because uh, you're, you're normally real quick with yeah, it. And I said, uh, in a few hours, I had a chance <laughs> to edit. And then I texted him and said, Super Mario Party is whatever. And yeah. he was probably picked up on it that I didn't edit yeah. because I was playing yeah. the game with my wife. Yeah. But it's some it's some bonding time yeah. for me and the lady. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys did mind a couple hours later. Right, and we played uh, three games of it, and then... I I hadn't touched it since then, and then we picked it up this morning. You came over before seven. You woke up with the crack of shit. Six forty-five. You walked in my front door, which is the it, when it's dark out now is the creepiest thing ever because you kind of forget you're coming. And I leave the door unlocked. So well, when I text creepy. you, I'm like, awake. You didn't text me for like another was, twenty minutes. I, I, was, I was like, I was like, just be up. <laughs> yeah, no, I was awake, but my yeah. phone was not near me. Yeah. Um, and then, anyways, so then you came over just so we could play a game. Yeah. And we played a full game of Super Mario Party. And I so whooped you, that ass. So you have impressions <laughs> as well. I want to start yeah. with yours okay. before I give you mine. So I haven't played a. I was, Since 64. I, dude, I, honestly, I would probably say N64, which probably is. Probably Mario Party 3 and 64. Maybe even 2, man. Like, I, well, we'll see. I, we, we, we'll get into our top 3 in a minute, but that's, that's where my home is just the Super Mario Party. Yeah. And from playing this one, dude, I had a great time. Yeah. Every mini mini game was different. Couple, I guess, things were added. It was fun. Like I even told you, dude, we could have added like just the games we played. I could have come up with a top three that quick because I had a fun on actually all of them. I didn't Every hate. One of them. I didn't None hate of them. any of them. And I say the same. After four games, yeah. I have not run into one mini game where I was like, I'm good. 
Yeah, and every one of them. And was fine. for the old ones, did you could you always get an ally? I don't. I know you could not for the first three. Yeah, because I don't remember. That was all new to 64, me. 64, and I know you couldn't on 4 for GameCube. I stopped playing at 4. Okay. So 5, 6, I played 8 once. Um, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10, I have only played once total. Yeah. So I have no idea. Because that was all new to me. And I think no for 9 and 10 because you work together in 9 and 10. You're in the same car and you drive together. So I, I, don't, I have no idea. So I don't think you do. I don't. Maybe this is a new mechanic. Even that and having the... Um... Was like the golden tube going right to the star? I don't remember having that either. There, are, there were other there, that mechanic has always been around. It hasn't always been in the shape of a tube. Sometimes it's a lamp. Sometimes it's a whatever. But that that you could have always done that, which stuff. was cool. I, I do like how you can always still steal coins or you can steal still a star, star, which I've done on you twice. You I did believe. it to me twice. You stole. Well, my star. well, you're the only guy. To be fair, you're the only other person with a star because if it was the computer, I might have taken it. But you were kind of getting close to me, so I had yeah. to take yours. The computer played like shit in they our did. in they our did. game. Usually they're much more competitive. Maybe but they, maybe. Not next time because i think there was a difficulty level maybe we got to crank that up that's what i've been playing on and they've been whipping that ass oh really so yeah um it's been crazy that they play but again i didn't even finish in second so at the end of the day the computer didn't play that poorly because yoshi passed me for second yeah and meanwhile big old bowser jr over here finished in third. yeah and, and i was wario which i, I didn't expect which, i thought you can be yosh I do. I told you, I'm not a big like. I like Yoshi, but he wouldn't be my guy. Like, dude, like first thing I said was, okay, Toad's not there, so I assume he's the flag guy again. Star guy. Which, 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 which was the star guy? Or yeah, that was Toadette. Was Toadette stars? Toad is the host of yeah. the party. So Toad's my guy. So yeah. without him, I like. I go to Wario, and I liked his dice roll, which yeah. gives you what it was like couple sixes so let's start with what that yeah. is okay so the there is a mechanic now in this game where and it might be in again in any games from five to ten it could be there so i don't know but it gives you every character has a special dice so for the old school mario party players like sam and myself the dice goes from one to ten and you can roll it and you move across the 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 game like it's a like it's a freaking tabletop is it one game. to six uh in this game it is okay, okay so it's usually almost, one okay. to ten so now they cut that from one to ten from to one to six, and instead of the options to go from seven, eight, nine, and ten, they give each character a special block. So instead of one to six, you can have different options. For example, shy guy. Instead of one, two, three, four, five, and six, you can change it to his block, and you get zero, four, 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 four. So it's very safe, but you also have the chance for the zero, so you know what you're going to get. Yeah. And each freaking character has their own die. So it makes you almost strategically pick your character. Yeah. Do I pick Waluigi because I love him? But he has a pretty shitty die. die. Luigi has, in my opinion, I, the worst die in the game. I mean, and you, I love but Luigi. you do have a shot to get the nine, though. That is your. While Luigi was a seven, mine was, was a, a nine. Okay, I was Bowser okay, Junior. Okay. Bowser Junior was one two like five like one two one one two yeah, three right. seven nine or something like that. So I had a chance to get a nine, but I also had a chance to get just a couple of ones. Yeah. So it's that whole strategy which brings a new layer to the game that I. Freaking yeah, like love. I, my, my very first roll, I was like, "You're like maybe you play it safe. You don't go to dark threshold." I went right to Wario's roll because I think it was like zero one one two six six or something. You're zero one one six six six. And then I got lucky, got the six. Like, or do that, and then just. <laughs> but I think I only did that a very few times. And I just yeah. kind of stuck it, you know, just basic. Yeah, and it, it's got multiple layers of strategy because you can add the allies now. So the allies are another character that comes and joins your team that will give you an extra roll after your roll of either a one or a two, and you have the option to use their die, their custom die. So now I'm like, oh my god, I can use Peaches and I can use Goombas because they were the two allies that I got throughout the game. The differences for this game is 
used to be standard game was 20 turns. Now a standard game is 10. Yeah. It used to be stars cost 20. They now cost 10. You used to get 10 coins at the beginning. You now get 5. And the maps are a little bit smaller. They're not as grand because now you are you can get a lot of stars. Yeah. You ended I've, with 5. 4. 4. four. So you, you can have a lot of stars in a 10-turn game. 10 turns, Sam got 4 stars. So the maps are just a little bit smaller. So you, you're really... It's yeah. mayhem. So yeah. that's it's got a lot of layers of strategy. And like you could land on a block with the green, get the plus two or three. You get the red, you lose a couple. The question mark, there was the lucky turn or like the, the, the clover. And, and then bad luck as but there well. Was just, there was just so much stuff going on. Like me and I'll, I'm getting like to learn the things. Let's go to the item shop. Do I buy this mushroom here? Do I buy the gold? I gave him some here? advice that he got two stars out of one turn because he took my advice. He says he had done it anyway. I disagree. Well, I mean, after I looked at it, I could read. It's like, okay, if I get this, I get an extra two, extra three, and extra five. I mean, extra but, three, you can take two away from somebody okay, else. Okay. But hey, I do appreciate it because it's been quite a few years since years. I played. Maybe but, since like college, we probably and, played a game at in LaSalle drinking. I would like to think. And the one thing I said to you was like, dude, this is a perfect drinking game. Yeah. Perfect. Now, here is the downfall of the game. The downfall of the game is while it's got a lot of modes. The modes aren't actually that great outside of the main game. I do love the main game, but it only has four levels. It's not a lot of variety. You can get pretty tired of that pretty quickly. I'm sure there has to be some DLC. I really hope there is. Now, the positive to that is there's a lot of characters in this game like Monty Mole and a Goomba that doesn't even have arms that that are playable characters. You can play as enemies you never thought you could have. And you start out with all these guys. And there's four unlockable characters that I haven't even unlocked yet. So there's incentive for me to keep playing. So while I think that the number of levels or maps or boards, whatever you want to call them, is low at four, and one of them is unlockable, so I haven't even played that one yet, there are things that I'm still figuring out. I don't want to look anything up for this game, but at the top, it's got symbols, and I've only filled in a couple of those symbols. So I'd like to see what happens when I fill in all those symbols. So you don't know what to do to get the other four characters that you don't have? I don't, and that's what I'm and excited do about. do you know who they are? Yes, I do know who they are, because they're silhouettes. Did we say they were, or is characters. that like a spoiler for I, I'd rather stay away from the spoilers. Um the Could thing we is, say one? The thing is, <laughs> when you open the case of the game, they're there. So okay. maybe it's not a spoiler. So go ahead. Well, one was what? Diddy Kong? And one was Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Kong. That was, was the two that I would assume that they would be there. Right. One was Dry Bones. He's the turtle that's only bones, so you jump on him and he falls apart. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, I would like him. And then the other one is Boom Boom, who is the mini boss of Super Mario Which I, Which I don't think is a spoiler. For, that, that's just cool to know that there's you can unlock something extra. That you don't yeah. just... Here's ten dollars. Let me get this character. Right. You know what I mean. And I really hope there's DLC to add new levels. And I don't care about the characters. I love the characters. You can add some, sure. I just want levels. Give me like two, I would three imagine bucks, two three Nintendo bucks. Nintendo was going to do that. Maybe five bucks a level. I'm sure they'll charge. You would pay for it. Sure, if pay. it was ten, you would pay for it. Nah, five would be my limit. For the amount I'm going to play this game, I won't play this game single player. Yeah, this is a multiplayer game. Yeah, it is. For when you come over or Ashley's in the mood or I want to play online with Jim or or Chris. Like, that's what I want to do. We we definitely need to set up, like, just a couple people, get a couple beers. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. This is it. Me, you, Pope Joy, and Ashley. 100%. No beers for her, though. She only has water. Me, you, Tom Flynn, and Pope Joy. Rob, if you're listening, I know you loved playing Mario It's only eight hours, bro. Take a drive. So, (laughs) it's it's a really fun game. I can see where people are a little down on it for the lack of... You know, levels and content for me right now i'm not going to let that hinder my experience because what i play has always been fun yeah I, I haven't played nothing bad. there's 80 new mini games i haven't even played half of them yet 
Um, and some of the ones that we played, like, I never played this one. Oop, right. never played this and one. And every one of them has been fun yeah, so far. I, 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 I want to keep playing just to experience all the mini games. Of course. Um, you got to be the master. The controls are tight. I like there's a nice mix of motion controls and normal stick controls. And, and even because we use the, the joysticks. You can only play with joysticks. Oh, you can only. So oh, okay. it's, it's, it's fun because you just, everybody you can play four players. I, have two oh, oh, I was going to say, there. you have four. Okay. So it works for me. I can do that. Oh, we that. definitely have to do that, dude. 100%. And it was a fun game. It yeah. does lead us to our top three for the week, which is our top three Mario Party mini games of all time. I want to point out before we do this list that you might think, okay, that's easy for you guys because you just pick out your favorite mini games. Well, here's the thing. To me, this was very similar as if I were to pick my top three Pokemon of all time. There are 723 minigames. I know. And there are over 800 <laughs> if you add in Super Mario Party's minigames. So that's the pretty much the same amount of Pokemon that there are. So that's a very difficult task of narrowing it down to just three. But we are excluding Super Mario Party because Sam just played today. And, and you know, really... I, I could come up with three that I really did enjoy. T- totally. Yeah. I love there was we one. Could save, we... we could save it for, for next time we play yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, there was some really fun ones that included fishing and clouds. And they don't sound fun, but they were. Rumbling and bumbling. And rumbling stumbling. and bumbling and cruising and a bruising. Yeah, exactly. Tam, what's your th- number three for favorite of all time? Number three, and I'd be surprised to see if this on. This might be too old school for you, but I went with the hot bomb, where you're basically pass the potato, pa- baby. Pass, and you're it's, it's, ba- it's basic, you know, literally. Sixty fours are my favorite. You're playing hot. Two you're playing hot potato, and like you don't just go like you could just keep going, give it to the next person. Yeah. But when you're playing with other people. I used to go for my boy Pat because he was the best. So we would always give it to him, and you kind of—that's where you, you're kind of—if you're drinking, it kind of gets funny. You're you're messing with each other's control because you're just trying to have fun, and yeah. that was a game that always stuck out for me. Yeah, uh, my uh, my number three is called Trace Race from Mario Party Four. It was the first uh, Mario Party on GameCube. Basically, all four players um, are on a crayon, and they're the crayon moves, and there's like a pattern that you have to race through to the end of the stage and you have to trace a line through the entire stage. And if you, whoever traces it and makes it to the finish line with the cleanest trace wins. So it's, it's long, it takes precision, it takes patience, and it also is very competitive. Awesome. Number two, I tough time reading my handwriting. It has two names because of one and two, it had different names. Mushroom. Mix up and hexagon heat. Exactly. My number two is that's one. Well. Dude, it, it was fun where, you know, Toe just holds up the colors and you have to go to the, you know, the correct color the of the correct. mushroom. And the, the longer you go, the faster it gets. Yeah. And then the rest. So let's put it this way you're on a platform of eight different <laughs> that's colors. That's funny. That was our number two. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, there's a platform of eight different colors green, blue, red, whatever, yeah. whatever. Toad's going to hold up a flag. All four players at one time have to run to that color and land on that color because the rest of the colors fall into you, lava. Do you know how many times I ran off the damn ledge? And, and <laughs> so fast. Or so you knocked the person. It, it's so fun. We got we played this game a couple times with Pope Joy and Rob a couple weeks ago when they were playing, and I did it two times in a row. I fucked up. Uh, I was running. I jump to make it, and I landed on top of Rob. And what you do is you bounce. So and I bounce right, right over off. the edge. That's <laughs> off the edge. It's such Two a fun game, a especially if you're playing with three of your buddies. It's so freaking fun. Yep, and that was both of our number twos. And which will probably lead me to my number one. Be surprised if you have it also, is Bumper Balls. You like Bumper Balls? That's a very divisive game. It's, it could be number one. It could it, be number 723. I just, again, it's, you're just messing with your, like, you, you gang up. We would gang up on Pat because he yeah. was the best guy. And, like, sometimes we would all go for him and we'd miss and he wins. Yeah. And it would, I just have such good memories of it. It, it had to be my number one. Yeah. For me, Bumper Balls, it just ends in a tie 
way too much. Once you get down to two, you're just well. See, well the, but I, I'm I'm used to be. You're bad. the type of guy who you, you want to live oh, on the edge. I go bit. all out. Yeah, you I, I don't just sit in the middle and try to just. Oh, I want that sergeant. No, freak that. I yeah. screw the time clock. Well, someone's going to win or lose today. Yeah, I would put bumper balls um, probably closer to the top than the bottom. I, I okay. do. I do like it. It's it's got a lot of ties. But when you're playing with four friends, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. My number one is Bowser's Big Blast from Mario Party Two. Is it the one his face? No, where you stretch it? Yeah, no. no. So Bowser's big blast is it's a explosive Bowser head, and there's five levers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. All game. four of you line yeah. up, and yeah. you each one of them get to push down a stick of dynamite lever, basically, and either he blows smoke out of his nose. I and forgot you're that safe, game. I forgot. Or that's a good one. He counts down three, two, yeah. one. There's never been more tension in the room. Yeah. Then when you're the last guy and there's only two levers left yeah. and you got to pick the right one. I completely one. forgot about that game. It is. It leads to so much tension yeah. and fun and screaming and laughing. By the way, always pick green because it's never <laughs> green. It's never green. But that's my number one. I have a lot of – dude, that just shows how much fun Mario Party it, it, was it is. for us It is. Games up. that look like – I forgot about the game. But once you say it, it's like, oh, shit. I, I just remember being in the basement yeah. screaming and hollering. Yeah, we do have a WWE 2K19 review, so I'll take this one for you, Sam. WWE 2K19, like other WWE 2K games before it, is still held back by a number of longstanding issues. But with the much-improved My Career mode and the sheer amount of content available thanks to the return of the Showcase mode and addition of 2K Towers, it stops the downward spiral of the series that had been heading that it had been heading towards and puts it back on track. If 2K20, which is weird to say, can fix the awful character progression in its main story mode, clean up the bugs, work on the commentary issues, this might finally be the blueprint again for a championship contender. 7-5? Seven, 7-3. Seven, I give it a set five, but real quick, you so you would recommend everyone getting the new Super Mario Party game? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, dude, so just it, just make it sure. I don't want to. I don't want to skip so that. much. Yeah, I agree. I just just want to emphasize that. But yeah, I'll actually take the next one too because we have a Luigi's Mansion on 3DS <laughs> review. We actually have a couple of reviews. Yeah, I'll, I'll say there's take, one more after that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take them all. Uh, where is that? Here it is. Remember, this is a GameCube game from 2001 that's been remade. In 2018. Which is awesome, though. For 3DS. Which is awesome. Luigi's Mansion is a fun, exploratory adventure game that remains pretty enjoyable despite some annoying control issues and design flaws. I'm just going to say flaws. That's a bigger word. Uh, a full remake that embraced the more modern and polished battle system along with a better puzzle design would have made it even better. Remember, we're getting Luigi's Mansion 3. 7-5. 7-0. Which is fine from an old game getting... It probably, looks, it probably looks just as good on the damn 3DS as yeah. it does on GameCube, but I love the GameCube, man. It's such a great system. So I assume you're not going to get this? Nah. Yeah, I'm done so. with my 3DS, dude. Oh, Jesus. Over. I have no reason to go back, except for... Pokemon. I do, I do, I still want to beat that fucking game. <laughs> Which one? The new I, one. The new one, Ultra Sun. Uh, um, you watch. It, whether it takes me this year or next year, I promise you, here, 18 or 19, it will be beat. <laughs> and it'll be his game of the year, even though it came out in 17. <laughs> Actually, I will be ordering another game to make sure I at least have three or four games for this year. Good. They had to have come out this year. I can't stress that enough. Well, I have I have two already, so I'm, I'm only I'm Uncharted on 4 doesn't count. No. What do you mean? I got Spider-Man and, and we got God of War, so I'm at two. You're at I'm two. good. And I got one, already one more in the bag. <laughs> Super Mario Party. <laughs> Could be. Could be, but I didn't get I didn't get DBZ yet. Because so we'll because of the Switch's two modes, the world ends with you. Final remix is simultaneously a good port 
and a bad one. Using handheld mode and touchscreen controls, Final Remix holds up as a great JRPG with tons of depth. It packs the flair and charm seen in the DS original, along with some new incentives to keep playing after the story wraps up. But the moment you dock the switch on your TV and try to use motion controls, the world ends with you becomes a pain to play, which eliminates the fun of the new cooperative mode. The rearrange and remix soundtrack is great, and the story delights... But if you've played before, you want to think twice before double or triple dipping. Ooh. Don't let, don't let, don't let the last sentence. 7.0. 7.8. Okay. Don't let the uh, last sentence. It, I, I was away. dropping. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, they crapped you said, on it. You said, ooh, and I was don't, don't think too much. Yeah, sometimes it. that last sentence is everything. Yeah. So, but okay. Finally, change PSN names is officially in beta. Which is great to hear. PSN, you can officially change your name. However... It comes with some flaws. Uh, unfortunately, it's not as advertised. Nothing is ever perfect. The, the cool part is that you can do it for ten bucks, just like you can on Xbox. But if you're a PS Plus subscriber, you can do it for five, which is Microsoft. No matter what, it's ten bucks. So that's okay, a no matter, okay. So that's a perk. something. Um, you can actually even do it for free the first time, which is an which incredible is cool. perk. That's a really good perk because a lot of people out there have and, some really dumb and, names. And I'm one of the very few that I'm not. It's been stampede and, I, and I'm keeping it. That's what I've had. And you'd probably be an advantage to if you even like your name. It's probably worth it just to stick with it because there are some flaws. It doesn't work for every game. Some games that kind of sucks will keep your old name no matter what. But why is that? Couldn't tell you. They, they just said, oh, I know you're beat. Couldn't tell you. If we have a second, I will pull... I mean, I'll pull up the article about it really, really fast um, just to see... But, this, but why wouldn't it be... If you're going to pay money to change your name, why wouldn't it be updated for all old and new games that are coming? To me, that just doesn't make sense. I don't I don't know, Sam. Unless uh, they say it'll take another week or a month. like they're, They can't just say you're beat for games. That doesn't even make sense. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get you here. PSN name. Here we go. All right. So, oop, 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 oop. Here we go. PlayStation, this is from Jonathan Dornbush, who is from IGN. PlayStation finally made an announcement that PS3 and PS4 owners have been waiting for for years, the ability to change their name. Of course, with the announcement of PSN changes coming for all users early next year, because right now it's only in beta, there are some caveats. To break down what all that means, here's a video, I ain't doing that. Um, among these lingering questions and issues is that not all games will support the adjustment. Only games released after April 1st, 2018 are guaranteed to work. Spider-Man and God of War being two of them. So that would still work. While a selection of other games to be revealed later will also work. PlayStation has also noted very specifically that not all PlayStation 4, 3, and Vita games and applications will work with the process. PlayStation announcement also confirmed that some of the incompatibility may lead to issues with name changes, so players have to revert back to their old IDs in certain cases. While we don't know the specifics... We'll make sure to well, keep that, that I was in up until I said you may have to revert. For this, I would just keep I'm, – I'm keeping my own so it doesn't affect me. This sounds like something they should not charge for. Yeah, in, I, I agree. They can, I agree. If they can work it out, then until they can work it out. If it's something that it, they it's, can't it's not find. Official. The, yeah, if agree. they can't find the, the solve for this, man, I really don't feel like you should charge AK 10, bu- or, uh, 10 bucks at all. Maybe five. five. I, mean, yeah, five, I can maybe see, five. but ten, ten's a little much. Ten, uh, unless, okay, unless ten was permanent, all games five for right, some or something totally. like that. Um, but if you did five for the change and like two fifty for PlayStation Plus subscribers, I think that's more of a reasonable price yeah. point because you shouldn't have limitations. If you're paying money for something, you should get the full. Experience. You had me until the revert back. You yeah. had me until then. I would have accepted it. 
Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will require a 50 gigabyte patch. On top of the space that it's taking up on PS4s around the world right now. It is out now. It came out yesterday. Jesus. We don't have the review for it now because it's got Battle Royale mode yeah. and all the multiplayer. And I'm sure that a lot of places want to uh, get really into that. I'm sure the reviews will start trickling out today for that. So I'll do some YouTube rabbit holing after this. It is not a game I want to buy. Somehow every year I get sucked into buying the Call yeah. of Duty games. Then you play it for a solid week and, and give up. And then it's done for <laughs> yeah. me. I don't. I, this year I'm still staying away i'm okay. staying away i'm staying away i mean i know a few people that kind of love it they, they get it play for, for your friend which i completely understand it's, it's just a game for me that i've only played for a few weeks at a time then give up modern warfare 2 right. was the only one i've stuck with for at least over a year constantly playing if i was still in college and or right after college and had the capability and time to play yeah. online like i used to or if i had Every, any everyone's friends two kids are too good they're play online for hours they me casually playing an hour a day get my ass whooped it it's ain't even fun. fun it's not fun people sniping out for a day it's like ah i'm over it and i don't have friends oh well go online there's a lot of people on there that'll be your friend that's how i met rob <laughs> awesome gen 4 coming to Pokemon Go. Finally. Get me right back, dude. Every, just when I'm out, they pull me back in. What was funny was I met up with our, our buddy Bubbles a couple days ago, and he was showing me Pokemon Go. All these Pokemon of all the guys that came out way after I, I lost all, all my shit. And I was like, hey, that's cool. He got Mewtwo. And I looked, yep. oh, you traded stick, you piece of shit. You didn't even catch him yourself. And he oh, kind of laughed. I called I him out I refuse to it. trade. By the way, to get that new Pokemon that looks like a yeah. melted thing, yeah. you actually have to trade with people. Well, so but that's okay. But when, he, when, I, when I called him out on his Mewtwo, he, he, all, he looks all the shit like, oh, you didn't You got to earn your Mewtwo. Exactly. Like, you didn't earn, you, you traded your younger brother. That's the thing, man. Like, I could never, that's why I don't want to trade and go because I want to catch everything myself. That's why I'll never catch any legendaries. Yeah. Because I don't do raids, and, and, and he had you know he had a couple of legendaries like he had all like the, the Raikou and all, mm-hmm. all them guys. Which hey, I respect it, but I told him my horror story, and I was yeah. like, "It's dead to me, bro." Gen four is my favorite gen, so I'm very yeah. very much looking forward to uh, the Gen four coming to go. That's going to reinvigorate me for at least he's two, back, baby, for at least two or three days. <laughs> so I mean, solid though, like solid days. <laughs> Microsoft to possibly acquire Obsidian Entertainment. And people are saying this is more of a when, not an if. It's inevitable. It's a matter it will of time. happen. This is the team behind Pillars of Eternity and, surprisingly, uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth, which was one of my games of the year in 20, I think, 15 or 16. I think it was 15, March of 15, maybe. Um, it was before Ash and I moved in together, so I think 15. And, uh, yeah, dude... I'm all for this because they're a extremely established and well-known RPG machine. They just churn them out. That's what Nintendo and Sony do so well yeah. are RPGs. Microsoft had a really good one in, I think it was called Golden Odyssey or something Odyssey, um, years and years ago on the 360, but they don't really have and any RPGs. So this is Microsoft's turnaround. Kind of, is, they need is, something new, something fresh. They acquired five new studios that they announced at E3. This is another one. This is your RPG factory that you can churn out quality role-playing games, which is a huge mass appeal across the gaming landscape. It's a big win for Microsoft. About time. Your third, Bellas. Catch up. When the Xbox 2 comes out and the (laughs) PS5, Microsoft's got a chance. Uh, I actually look forward to see both of them systems. I really do, too. We know the PS5 was like officially announced. I'm sorry. That was not official. Until I see a picture. I need to see pictures first. It was confirmed that it's coming. I didn't have that in the stories this week because we know that. Yeah. Just not not I think they said 10 years ago, we're already working on PS4, 5, and 6. So it's it's like, we, we know. It's not news. Microsoft also announces beta testing for Project X Cloud, which is a streaming service that you can stream Xbox games on anything, your own iPad, your own iPhone, and you can connect an Xbox One controller Bluetooth. That's freaking awesome. Okay, How so, so, so sick they're, they're, is that? 
But again, they knew that they're behind, that they knew that they had to do a little something extra that no, I don't believe anyone else does this. If I took my iPad to Starbucks and connected my fucking controller. To their free Wi-Fi. To their, to a, and I connected my controller and I was able to play Overwatch, Gears of War, Halo in Starbucks but on my iPad. How would that's be a win? Now, would there be any lag into that since there's probably well, so many people? I'm, sure, I'm, it's I'm, on I'm, Starbucks I'm, Wi-Fi. I'm just, hey, I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm just saying Starbucks. I'd do it for my own house if I went to. This is a way for the Xbox to become the Switch. You can play it on the go. But you can then play you, it anywhere. But you have to carry a controller around. It's this big. It's <laughs> this big. It's the. But that's really what this yeah. is. Microsoft went, holy shit, look at this. Let's get our content anywhere. No, which is smart. And this is their answer now, to the Switch. Now, PlayStation, I'm sure, is going to be like, okay, we have to follow suit now. Or come up with something even crazier. Or they can say, no, we're not, because that's what they do. And well, they can they, just they continue gave, to sell they 70 million of those. They gave in for Fortnite. They did give in for Fortnite. They can just keep selling millions and millions of the of the PS4s and just make money because they are yeah, the most right. profitable. Now, but if games keep coming out with fifty gigabyte patches, a hundred gigabytes to start, like I'm going to have to buy the exclusive system again just to have a backup. Just remember, everybody, that when you're using Project X Cloud, that you are streaming the game. You will need a very robust yeah. uh, internet connection to stream Red Dead Two, which is going to be very Massive. high in graphical yeah. fidelity. It has nothing to do with the size of the game from a gigabyte standpoint, but if you're playing Uncharted. Four or Spider Man on a iPad, you're, you're gonna have some problems. You're gonna have some yeah. problems. So just remember, you need a very robust internet connection. Borderlands Two VR coming to PSVR on December 14th. This is like a reason I want PSVR. Uh, oh, Border, I didn't think I'd ever hear you say them words. Borderlands Two is one of my favorite games of all yeah. time. Um, it's, it's a perfect uh, Christmas gift. Out of the three, out of the three, it is the best in the series. Actually, you listen. Um, my Christmas gift will be my child. Oh, God. It's coming to PSVR, which, again, I will not be investing in VR yeah. until they come out with a wireless solution that does not have lag. That's years from now, so I don't see this being relevant to me. It's already coming out on December 14th, which is really soon. I just hope it's good because this game is hilarious. It's long, so you get a lot of – talking 50 yeah. hours out of it, 25 hours, and this is a perfect VR game. I could see the wireless, the PSVR, like perfect for PlayStation 5, kind of sure. like the next level, next gen. Sure. And you got like at least two, three years left, yeah. so you're fine. This next news might be my most hype of the week for gaming. Oh, Jesus. Guacamelee 1 out on Switch right now and sequel coming this December. Bought Guacamelee 1 last night, the Super Turbo Championship Edition uh, on Switch. I own it on PS4 and beat it on PS4. I platinumed it on PS4 years ago. Loved it. It's a Metroidvania. Oh, and you got a chance to play it last night? Uh, I didn't play the Switch version yet, no. But um, it's a Metroidvania where you're a Lucha Libre uh, wrestler who's retired, who um, his girlfriend gets stolen by basically the Grim Reaper. It's very, very Mexican culture themed. Um, Is it based off Jack Black's movie? <laughs> not quite. And um, and that was Nacho Libre, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and you basically get to go between the living world and the dead world uh, in this crazy Metroidvania where chickens give you powers and the protein. and you fight. And you, and you fight all these crazy bosses, and um, you get a, a a sidekick, if you will, and you can get upgrade all these amazing powers. And it's great platforming. It's tight. It's fun. It doesn't take fifty hours. It takes you like probably what ten twelve hours to beat. It's it was on sale on the Switch right now. You can get it for ten percent off. So I had to buy it. This uh, sequel came out this year, and, and that's surprising because you're always one to say Nintendo doesn't really go like are their items going like on sale for. Often? This isn't Nintendo's item. Oh, okay. This is Drinkbox's okay. game. I'm. Like Nintendo first party okay. stuff rarely goes on sale, even though 
a lot of Switch games are on sale right now at Walmart. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Can't beat their price. They roll them back. <laughs> the second one came out a month or two ago. Got amazing reviews. Nines everywhere. Um, and now that's coming out to the Switch in December, which is perfect because I really want to play this sequel. I really want to play this game in general. I'm super, super excited for this news. Go out and get it. It's less than 15 bucks right now on the Switch eShop. Who's better than you? I think it's a perfect game. We're going to move over to the other section where we have an eclectic mix of stories yes, today. <laughs> yes, we it's, do. It's definitely an eclectic, eclectic mix. Rey Mysterio is back with the WWE full-time. Booyaka, booyaka, 619. I would have never... He, he's got to be 40s, 50s? Mid-40s to late-40s. But Taker's still doing his thing. I, Triple H is doing his thing. Well, Dude, what's old is new again. Yeah, but Taker's barely walking. My man's like... He just had a no-holds-barred match with Triple H yeah, last week. In, in and he, and he, he won, right? Triple H beat him? I have my Super Showdown review in a second. Oh, God. Taker uh, goes down. Uh, yeah, but anyway, they have Taker coming back and Kane and Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And now they announce that match that's happening. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction next month in Saudi Arabia. I, I, yeah, so. I, I saw um, the – I watched the promo of um, – it remind me of old school DX mm-hmm. of Shawn Michaels doing the old school pose and mm-hmm. Triple H behind him. Like, dude, that brought so much memories back. Right, and that's why Raw is trying to do. They're trying to do that right now. They're trying to bring back old faces and, instead of doing what I want them to do and bringing up everybody from NXT and just fucking killing it. I, I they mean, won't. I mean, I always say Stone Cold stuff like that. And I, I listen. He can't wrestle. I know, I know but listen. But I've been listening to his podcast. He said, "Yeah, I've been doing DDT yoga." The Stone Cold show or the family friendly show. It's just uncold. It's, right, it's, they, the, they, unleashed, they, the Unleashed show. They do a little cursing sometimes. Not not him, though. But he kind of said, like, I haven't hit the ropes in 15 years because I've been working out a lot. And, like, just kind of, like, throwing hints out there that he's kind of stepping up his... Well, he stunned Vince on Raw 25. Which, which, I saw, which was one of the best things I've seen. I was, there's no way. Vince is 80. Yeah, 73. So not 73. Which sucks because Vince is only 73. My, my heart. I'll never forget Shane's look. I don't care. His <laughs> You do? Vince. Vince... <laughs> Is Vince suffocates the main roster because he yeah. likes it his way, mm-hmm. and Triple H is running NXT almost a damn perfection. Yeah. So some good news I heard in the rumor mill recently was that NXT every week is going to move to two hours instead of one. That's awesome. And they want to extend the length of their pay per view. Oh. Uh, oh, there you go. After two and a half hours, maybe move it to three, three and a half hours. That is actually enough for me. I'll take yeah. that if you keep the main roster same, fine. Because now I get more NXT, yeah. which is the better product. So now. They're bringing back all these old wrestlers. I don't want to lose focus on Rey Mysterio coming back because he's great. He's a he legend. Came, he came back at the Royal Rumble. So I actually got to see him live just oh, a couple of months ago. That's And awesome. that was a crazy big pop. Just wouldn't, when I remember being a kid, no one did what he did. Exactly. He, he was, was a one of a kind. He was, again, going off Guacamelee, oddly enough, he's a Lucha Libre style wrestler. Yeah. A high flyer. He was, the, he was a cruiserweight. He was known for the cruiserweight division in WCW. Yeah. He helped launch that with Chris he Jericho would, and Juventud Guerrera and he would, uh, me, the Parka. When you think like a high flyers, I think of Rey Mysterio and I think of Jeff Hardy. They're the two people that I remember. Only people that do crazy shit off the top rope or go off At the ring. At least back in ladders. that day. Now, yeah. it's, now it's a lot more common, but... Totally, they're the, probably the first two names you think of. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, some people will think of like Chavo, Chavo Guerrero or maybe even Eddie, but it's Rey Mysterio for WCW. It was Jeff Hardy for WWE. Yeah. The the Daredevils, if you yeah. will, of their respective brands. Rey Mysterio is back now on a full time basis. I don't know if this is for 205 Live and he's going to try and help that or if he's coming back to the main roster, but he'll be back this week for SmackDown 1000, just like That's, Dave Batista yeah, which and I, Ric I, Flair. Getting a lot of names coming back just, this Tuesday you, night. I suggest you go listen to uh, Michael Rosemont's podcast. He has Dave Batista, dude, just to hear his upbringing and like 
what he went through the and WWE to get back in. has a great Batista oh, documentary. It a was great awesome. Batista documentary. Such so. a great listen. I was like, you need, and he's like, you can come back anytime. I was like, great. I need to hear more. Like, I didn't want it to end. I recommend any casual wrestling fan and Sam, you a thousand percent should be watching SmackDown this Tuesday. Yeah, night. I, I should be. Tuesday, I think Tuesday's tough for you. I think every there's like, show, some good every, shows. Every show is back. I'm screwed. But and you don't have Hulu, do you? Nope. So, That's the one streaming service. I, I, I'm still waiting because I know um, season two of The Runaways is coming. I think I'm going to wait to get that first 30 days trial, mm-hmm. bang out both seasons, and then kind of like pick another show or something. Hulu, the morning after Raw and the morning after SmackDown, Hulu releases a condensed version. They release an hour and a half version of Raw, so they basically they get rid of all the commercials and Damn. some stuff in the same. But, but they always they one do thing, it for SmackDown. One too. good thing I do like about following WWE is they always put clips on like their Facebook. I fucking hate that. As a person who oh. has to miss a lot of it live, exactly. For, I hate but that. for me, I can catch. Oh, boom! Here's this. Here's this, and I can get it all in, in twenty minutes. I would really, really recommend it if you were a wrestling fan ever. Watch SmackDown one thousand, the one thousandth episode ever of Which SmackDown, is crazy. and it's now live. It's not even like it's pre-recorded on a Friday. And because real, real quick for for Dave Batista. He says, he goes, I feel like Mike, I ended my career like abruptly because I didn't he get did. the end I want to. He but it, it wasn't all him. Like yeah. there was stuff behind it. But he goes, I just, I feel like I need to go back and tie up some loose ends. So to me, it's like, it's more than a one time thing. We'll I feel see. like he's we'll going to do that. that. If hey. he's in movies, he ain't going to do shit. Well, he's I'm, not going to do shit. He still he has a love a for contract. it. He has a love for it. He ain't doing shit. He signed a contract, he's back, baby. and if he gets injured, it null and void the contract. Don't believe me. And that's evidence because John Cena was back for Super Showdown. Yeah. As we kind of move into the Super Showdown, I want to do a very quick overview yeah. of it. Um, it was very bad. Um, it just wasn't. It's, it was a glorified house show. Mm-hmm. 70,000 people in Australia, they put it on the network because of 70,000 yeah, people in Australia. They didn't do anything major. AJ Styles won the title back. He didn't lose it. Um, the Miz beat Daniel Bryan to, okay, that's to cool. become the like number that. one contender. But just like us. Oh, no. Daniel Bryan beat The Miz, actually. Ooh. So it's Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia for the title. That's a waste of a dream match because you know AJ's going to win. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the tag titles didn't change places. The only thing that did was the Cruiserweight title. And I fast-forwarded that match. So you had John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias, which was amazing. Dude, I, lo- I, uh, I hope they won. It was an amazing thing, but John Cena and his full head of hair, yeah. which is really distracting. Yeah. Very weird he, looking. He, went, he was in movie mode, and he went full out for Bumblebee. Right, and he also went 0% here because Bobby Lashley fought for five minutes, then tagged John Cena in, who did his finisher and pinned him. Oh, that's corny as shit. And because he can't get hurt. Yeah. It's the contractual obligations of being a movie star. That's why The Rock's not really going to come back and have a big match yeah. like we would love him to. Because he's corny. doing a million yeah, that's other corny. Things. And it was just, and then he did, got on the mic and he got on this all emotional promo of, oh, you guys let me do what I've been doing for so long. Uh, I'm always going to be here. This is my full time job. By the way, I'm going to go shoot a movie piece. Yeah. Like, I'll see so, you guys in three months. Yeah, like, fuck yourself, dude. He'll be back for SmackDown 1000. They all will. But SmackDown's going to be great. But anyway, it was such a. Just a bland, surpriseless show. It was four hours. We did a lot of fast-forwarding. Yeah, it's another saying. reason I didn't edit the podcast yeah. last weekend. We wanted to watch I had that. a lot of fast-forwarding to do. Went to Bye Bye Baby, watched Super Showdown, <clears throat> ate my Gurks, played Super Mario Party. Nice. I had a really nice, nice Saturday yeah. last week. So nice. I just wanted to kind of just give you an idea. If you want to go back and watch Super Showdown, you can. You're not missing much, even if you... Us like just skip the whole event. Uh, Toys R Us is apparently rebranding, and will again, and will uh, come with a potential new name of maybe even Jeffrey's Toy Chest, which is horrible. Yeah, which you called from day one. So you said it's only a matter of time till they kind of rebrand, regroup, come back, and you, you called it. 
I, I thought maybe they'd be done. I don't know what kind of deals they're going to do because I don't know how you could beat Amazon. I don't like the name at all. Toys R Us, that's it. Like, that was it. I, I, I don't even, almost don't even give a shit. The, the R Us made Toys R Us, yeah. right? Now you're not even putting anything with R Us in there and you're going Jeffrey's Toy Chest, who nobody even knows who Jeffrey the Draft is. Yeah. We know because yeah. it's the mascot. He's dead in our minds. But like, He's dead. But this is just so dumb. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a corny I ass this, name. I think this whole thing was a scam. This whole thing was a, a, a bullshit from the second I heard it. You sniff it out and you just say, "Yeah, what they're trying to, they're trying to make people want it so bad because it's going away because that's this this world, dude. Yeah. Today, this world, yeah. if something's going away, you're gonna go for it. Lucifer, Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. Toys R Us, oh, exactly, all these things. So. I think it was just a cheap ploy from day one. I will never spend a dollar. Yeah, there. same. Never a dollar. I mean, I'll go in just to see what it's about, but I'm just butthurt. Yeah, maybe I'll spend a couple bucks. Marvel has fired Star Wars comic writer Chuck Wendig. Yeah, I, I did actually. I fell down the little uh, Twitter hole yesterday kind of reading his tweets. Basically, they, they fired him because he got too political. And um, again, he spoke out. He's like, they don't want, I guess, me to speak my mind, stuff like that. And he goes, I, I get it with their brand or something, but. It was just what there was. Darth Vader issue four was about to come out, and they just mm-hmm. kind of scrapped it. Hey, dude! Nowadays, you got to watch what you post on Twitter, man. That's it. Like yeah, that, that, yeah. that sucks. Just you know, in social media in general. And he says, that, "Guys, don't worry. I still have books coming out because you know he has. I think he has like a hundred and something followers. And people kind of were kind of got on like his his like his his side a little bit. Yeah. Comicbook.com actually uh, was able to unveil or get the scoop on the new Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked about yeah. that a couple months ago of what that team would look like that they are rebranding to the <coughs> new Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and we have the full team based on the cover of the first issue." The uh, the full Guardians of the Galaxy lineup will include Groot, Moon Dragon, Nova, Silver Surfer, Cosmic Ghost Rider, yep. Adam Warlock, Beta Ray Bill, Dark Hawk, which I'm assuming is Hawkeye's dark form, or am I no, just no, 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 just a different guy, Star Lord, Philavel, and cat scared the shit out of him. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Oh my dude, I'm like shaking. Yeah. And Gladiator. That's a freaking all-star lineup, number one. Um, I, I will probably pick up this issue just to see kind of who, what, what's, what it's about, who they're going to face. I've been reading the Cosmic Ghost Rider series. I know a lot of people kind of been hating on it. I, I think it's a kind of decent idea where kind of the Punisher becomes Ghost Rider. It's kind of a new take on it. But I'm sold. You got you got freaking um, Silver Surfer. I mean, you, you had me sold on Better A Bill. So, I, I mean, I'm in. I got to at least check out the first issue. Because the cover looked all, they're all the just standing looks, there. The it, cover it, looked, looks, it looked badass. The cover does look pretty bad freaking ass. I do appreciate that. Um, so I also want to see do our Patreon shoutouts of the week, but it's not letting me log in. Uh, we have eight Patreon shoutouts this week. I, I'm just going to go with the, the ten that I know we have. Yeah. I'm sorry to the I, two people that, 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 that no longer. Yeah, we're, we're obviously we are, grateful. We are grateful for everybody that does this, but uh, I'm just going to go off a of memory for the ten that we had. Um, and you guys get some free shout-outs. Yeah. But uh, Rob Harding, thank you. Darren Monroe, Elijah Elliott, Mike Forward, AF Log Dog, Bradley Epstein, which is North Comics on Instagram. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah. Alan Santos, our $10 patron, which I think he might have been one of the ones um, who left. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. Who else? Forward. Mike Forward, I think I said. Um, AF Log Dog, if Tom, I didn't. Thomas Chisholm. Thomas Chisholm. Twitch.tv slash my knife, your life for Sam Reimer and Jay Sanford nine four eight two. Again, hey, got it. Appreciate every single friggin' cent that goes towards the show. We're trying to bring it better, bigger and better. Yeah, go with that. 
we're always trying to get bigger and better. Yeah. So can't do right. it without you guys. We appreciate you. Sam, what's your pick of the week? Pick of the week, I went with um, Joe Rogan's Netflix special, Strange Times, now on Netflix. Um, I believe it came on last, I mean, it was last Friday. Um, I, I, if, if you listen to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, I'm pretty sure you already watched this or listened to any comedian's podcast because all they're doing is hyping it up. And it's it's pretty damn funny. I wouldn't say it's his best one that he did, but if you got an hour to sit down, you just kind of, you know, down, just need a good laugh. Just hope you're not too sensitive because you know Joe Rogan. He comes at you hard and fast and it's some serious shit, but I, I thought it was a nice, fun, fun take on what it was and what he was trying to say. And I thought it was good. Check it out. Strange times. I wanted this to be my pick of the week for the last couple weeks, but hockey was out mm-hmm. and other things had happened. And I was waiting for the perfect time. What? Spider-Man. <laughs> I was waiting for the perfect time uh, for this because this is the best show that I have watched Ooh. ever on Netflix. Ever on Netflix. Hands down. And I think it's the best show currently going. Hands made sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Hulu. That's on Hulu. And she loves that show. Um, season two dropped this year, so you'll damn well believe and bet that it's in my top three TV shows of the year because season two is this year. Um, but both season one and two Equally amazing, American Vandal. Oh, yeah, okay. You, you, you sung your praises when you texted me. Yeah. yeah. It is the best show I've seen on Netflix. That's, that's, and I've watched hundreds. Yeah, that's, gonna say, that's, 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 that's a bold statement, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off for you. <laughs> we'll see. You, you, you finished the second season, you said? Oh, yeah, like a week yeah, and a half okay. ago. And I already watched it a second time. Did they get signed for season three? Yes. I think so, yeah. Very much so. Um the season one, it kind of got a lot of fame because it's like a mockum. It's not a mockumentary. Yeah. It's a mockumentary style whodunit. Was this the who- turd burglar? Yes, okay. that's season two. Yeah. Season one is the dick drawer. Oh, yeah, it's the twenty-seven right. okay. dicks that yeah. are drawn on the cars, and you really got to get past that um, because it is silly. But the way they, pr- they the way they pull this off is you really want to know who drew the dicks. It is a really <laughs> legitimate whodunit yeah. mystery wrapped up in enigma, layer after layer after layer, twist after twist that they do one hundred percent serious. Yeah. Like there's yes, it's hilarious as the show because the subject matter and the yeah. characters are funny, but they don't make fun of themselves. They take the the show very seriously. They make it as if you were watching a murder mystery, like Making a Murderer or whatever. Or serial, the podcast serial, but they do it about vandalizing cars with drawing on dicks. And this guy couldn't have done it because his dicks always have ball hair. Oh, Jesus. Like, yeah. Just little funny <laughs> yeah. things. Like, I always start with the tip. This guy started with the balls. Like, yeah. hilarious stuff like that. And then season two brought it to 11 with the turd burglar stuff because that was layered because at the end of the <laughs> because at the end of it it's not about the turd burglar okay. anymore it's not about shit it's about this other thing so it's like oh my yeah. god how deep they brought this yeah. i do like the characters of season 1 better but i like the turd burglar stuff much more than i like the dicks um, from the season two arc better so combined they are the best it's the best show on netflix and okay. anybody i talk to about the show who has seen it agrees yeah, i i've heard on facebook twitter everything's and i and crazy. i made ashley watch season 2 with me last night and she was like, I hate it. It's stupid. I can't get past this. It's people talking about shit, da-da-da. And then after episode six, she goes, it was Chloe. And I was like, uh, you're in. Okay. I said, you're fucking okay, in. And cool. she watched the end with me last night, and we finished it off. It was my second time through. But I still Damn. I you... still was surprised by things that I didn't pick up the first time. But that usually, the set, like it's movies, the second viewing is always the best. Yeah, and I'm going to go back and watch season one again because that was – it was just yeah. a great season. And I – I can't recommend it enough. American Vandal on Netflix. So check it out. You can watch both seasons in a day. 
It's a half hour. It's 23 to 40 minutes an episode, only eight episodes okay, a season. Quick. That's quick. You yeah. can knock it out in a day, both seasons. But we'd recommend both of those uh, things, the Joe Rogan and also American Vandal, both on Netflix. So if you have a subscription, you can check out our picks of the week. This was episode 111. We will see you next week for episode 112. What's season three? Just the tip? of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.